everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm your host, Jacob Lacey, joined again by my co-hosts, David Becker. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and Aaron Hahn. Hello. Alright, guys, we got a great show again for you this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about cast in the Teen Titans movie. Uh, we're going to talk about Don't Breathe, a really highly anticipated movie for me. And uh, But first, we're going to be talking about a topic that actually David came up with last week. David, you want to lead us into it? You know, I you always steal my thunder, so you might as well just keep stealing it and lead in. Oh, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about movies that we almost turned off or left, like if we were in the movie theater. I don't think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. I lost everyone I've ever loved. Then they locked me away. Uh, we each have two, so we're going to go around and uh, who wants to start? I can start if no one wants. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to start with a movie that uh, it's like when I first realized I had taste as a child, <laughs> I guess. Um, there was a movie. I don't know if either of you guys remember this. Aaron, I think I told you about this already. There's a movie called Barnyard. Oh. It was a Nickelodeon oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I remember this. It was straight trash. There's but, a, you know, you're a kid, and you're like, you want to see. TV show as well. I don't know about it. Yeah, there was. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So, as a kid, you're like, oh, well, Nickelodeon. I love Nickelodeon. Watch all the shows. Let's see. Let's see uh, if I can't like this movie as well. Start up the movie. Like, I, I don't even know how old. I must have been, like, seven or eight at this point. I'm just watching, and I'm like, yeah, this is really bad. Like, about 30 minutes in, I just you know, just turned it off. I was like, it's not funny. It's not interesting. There are no colors to, like, entertain my dumb child mind. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. It just really upset me. Did either of you guys see the movie or no? I have <laughs> never seen it, no, but I'm... I guess I'm familiar with I saw a couple episodes of the TV show David mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. Um, I couldn't tell you anything about it anymore. <laughs> anything about it? But I'm all, sure I've well, seen it. All I know about honest, it is that yeah. the male cows had udders, and that's, yes, that's all yes. I know about it. <laughs> it's like, why? But um, as a child, you don't realize all the people that were in this movie. But, like, I just, I'm on the Flixer page right now. Let me read you some of the people that are in this movie. Kevin James was the lead. Oh. So that basically tells you everything you need to know right off the bat. Courtney Cox, who I actually like. She's my favorite person on Friends. So, <coughs> I mean, it's kind of sad. Sam Elliott, or, uh, <laughs> uh what, what do they call him? In, in uh, Parks and Rec. Other. Other Ron. Other Ron or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Danny Glover. Just stop. And then, I can never know how to pronounce his name. David Co- Kochner? Co- Who? Kochner. Uh, the guy in uh, The Office. Where they had to do the sexual harassment day because of him. I can't remember his name now, and it's really going to kill me. He's in Anchorman 1 and 2 as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And- Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Anchorman, I was playing Anchorman soundtrack this weekend. <laughs> Anchorman <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's that's worth a listen, gentlemen. Oh Aaron? really? Oh, okay. no. all right. Had something to do. With but anyway, 
That's Barnyard. It's a horrible film for children. Which couldn't even entertain a child, which is awful. All right, yeah, Aaron. That's when you know you, you messed up. Now? When you can't yeah. even <laughs> entertain a child with an animated yeah. film. I know, right? Oh, it's so bad. Aaron, what do you got for okay. us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. my first pick is one I talked about on this podcast before, but it's the first one that sprung to my mind when we brought up this topic because it's the most, I guess, the most vivid memory I have of just, like, being determined to just shut off the movie, not watch it. Like, I'll usually sit through anything, so it's very rare when I actually do shut off a movie. And that movie was Sucker Punch. Oh, yes, of course, Sucker Punch. It was one of our bad movies of the week, uh, like on week eight or something like that. I tried to defend it to Aaron. You did try, but... It's not a good movie. I don't even like the movie, but I was trying to, like, play devil's advocate a little bit on it. Yeah, I mean... It wasn't very convincing. No, um, not at all. I'm not good at I'm not good at convincing people, except for well, we'll find out later in the what if we've been watching week. <laughs> I am good at convincing at least a little bit. But what 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 didn't you like about the movie, Aaron? What made you just, all, like turn it off? It was so like hollow, I guess. You know, it's just like there wasn't anything to it. There was just there was no like story there was no like attempt at character development or anything you know substantial to the film it was just like a series of like Zack Snyder's like oh this is a cool looking shot oh this would be a cool sequence kind of thing (laughs) it's just all these things strung together with no you know rhyme or reason really and so it's just like I get to this point I'm like 20 minutes in and I'm like why am I bothering to watch this like there's nothing there's nothing to like hold me hold on to me in this movie you know i'm just like i guess i'm sitting here watching a bunch of sometimes cool looking visuals sometimes just really muddled and ugly looking visuals but yeah there's just i don't know nothing about it was substantial enough yeah no i understand that um Sucker Punch is, like, one of the only movies I can totally understand just turning off at the very beginning, because it doesn't get better. Like, the beginning, what you see is what you get. And it's almost like... I don't even know how to fully explain it, because it's so unique in, like, a horrible way <laughs> That's like... It's just, it's boring at most points. It is quite the- boring. Yeah. I mean, I only got 20 minutes in, but... <laughs> Yeah, it, it gets even I've more never boring. seen it. I've never seen a preview for it, so I don't really have a lot to say. But mm. now that you mm. guys are t- telling me about how great this film is, I think I'm going yeah. to see it. Um, oh, yeah. Watch a preview, I, I and then everything it. in the preview is, like, in the movie. So oh, you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's just... The, the that's trailer the will give you everything you need, yeah. I suppose, because there's not any more substance in the actual but. Movie. But do listen to the soundtrack, because those covers are pretty great. There are a few so. good covers on the soundtrack, but, yeah. you know, That's just everything else, there's just, it's so deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's rough. David, what is your uh, first film? <clears throat> um, my first film is the film that I said, like I brought up when I was pitching the idea to you guys, because I got to pitch ideas, and... um. The first film that I'm choosing is Dance Flick. And oh, wow. <laughs> I've never even heard of this movie. Yeah, it's one of those, like, you know how, like, there's a scary movie, like, Scary Movie oh. 5 makes fun of, like, all the scary movies. There's, like, Meet the Spartans. I don't know, like, 
That one just made none fun of them of, like, are good. Yeah, that one just made none Lucas Martin's yeah. like just made fun of all the movies that came out like that year or something. Which was, and then Britney yeah, yeah. and then Britney Spears shaving her head. That was also another weird scene. But <laughs> dance flick obviously made fun of every single dance movie that's ever been out. Which I don't which know. They do themselves. Yeah. <laughs> which oh. I've never so. I haven't seen a lot of dance like films to begin. Like I've seen like maybe one or two. No, I've seen all three Step Ups. I take that back. But like there are more that, now. Yeah, there are more. <laughs> there, there. Are yeah, more. yeah. There's like five now. Oh, yeah. Oh no. But outside of those Step Ups, I haven't like seen any. So like all these big dance numbers that they were big, quote unquote, big dance numbers that they were making fun of, I didn't really get. And then like I remember I was like sixth grade, maybe I don't know, probably. And then my dad took it to me. Me. Wow, I should learn how to speak. My dad. <laughs> He's like, yo, David, watch this dance movie. <laughs> now my dad, dad, my dad took me to it. it. So we saw it in theaters, which was like an awful choice. Oh, God. I was like, oh, sure. Like, I like comedy. I like popcorn. And so I'm sitting there eating it. And then my dad. Always, always for popcorn. Oh, yeah. Popcorn's, pop- <laughs> popcorn's there. You can watch anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be there. It's so like 30 minutes in. There's just some real, like, there's a pregnant lady, and she was like, you know how people, like, spin on their head? And, like, when they're in dance films and, like, do the cool head yeah. spin? Yeah. She was spinning it on break her baby. Dancing. Yeah, break dancing. She was spinning on her baby bump, and then the baby popped out. It was a weird, awful, bloody scene. My dad my dad turns to me, like, after that scene, it's like, we're leaving. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we're leaving. I'm like, can I take my popcorn? Yeah, he's like, I don't care. We're getting, <laughs> getting out of here, David. So I would actually, not be able to take your popcorn? I don't know. I was young and afraid. I'm like, why is there so much blood? Is this how all births are? I was real confused. Like, <laughs> so I actually walked out. I can't believe that's a real thing in a real movie. I, yes. I walked out of that theater Hilarious. with my dad. Yeah. Hilarious Dance. parody right there. I mean, I feel like... I think, like... <laughs> You're right that, like, if you haven't seen the stuff they're uh, doing the parody of, it's like, you're not going to get any of the jokes, but then even still, just based on the films like this I've seen, the jokes wouldn't be funny even if you had yeah. seen the films. And then like, I, what was the the superhero one with Drake Bell? Superhero movie. It's just called Superhero they're, Movie? They're not creatively <laughs> named. My god. Yeah, that like, movie Wasn't he, like, Firefly or something? Dragonfly. Some, Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Why do I know this? Do you like that movie? No. <laughs> Drake Bell. Drake Bell is why like... I know so much about it. Wasn't Tracy Morgan in it too? I think so. Yeah. <coughs> these these people. Why? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. Now we're gonna move on to my next movie. Uh. So we've also included it to be movies that we almost turned off or left because. More often than not, if I put a movie on, if I go, well, definitely if I go to a movie, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm right. watching. If I, if I paid that, for a movie, I'm definitely not shutting yeah. it off. Or would you have walked out of dance play? play? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have, have paid, paid for, for dance. Dance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that was, that's the thing. All right, so quick aside. I mean, if, so, someone, if someone else had paid for it, like you, you said your dad took you to it, then maybe I would. Yeah. I would, I would no, I'd still probably still stay. Quick aside, someone recently said to me, like, every movie you go to see, even if you don't like it, you're like, well, at least I liked it. I'm like, yeah, because I don't go to movies that I, like, know. I'm like, I'm not going to like this movie. I'm not going to pay money to go see it. Like, if I know I'm not going to like it, why would I go see it? I don't know. Because maybe you want to go see Transformers 4 for reasons you can... Oh, wait, yes, I did do that. 
leading into my next movie, Transformers 4, Age of Extinction. Oh, is that really it? That's really my movie, oh. yeah. Well, understandable. Um, yeah, so talk about a movie that I was like, m- maybe I can like suck some enjoyment out of this movie. That's no, one with not, Matt Damon, right? Mark no, no, it's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, same can, person. You, you can mix them up. Generic white just, dude. Just swap them. Uh, yeah, I had seen Aaron. I don't know if you were doing reviews at that point no. when it came out. No, you, you like wrote something on Twitter about how I awful wrote a it was. Series of tweets. Yeah, it, yeah they were all they were all connected, and yeah, because you were like replied to yourself, and then like you got two sentences out because your name's so long, and then you got like another two sentences out. I remember I just went through like I favorited every single tweet. I was like, man, Aaron's on a rampage. I'm yeah. gonna keep encouraging this. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Very yeah. vehement. Dinosaurs! And Dinosaurs. knowing that, even at that time, knowing that I respected Aaron's opinion, uh, opinion, opinion, uh, as like a film person, I was like... Because they're the right opinion. Oh, I like it. <laughs> um, but even at that time, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm still gonna go. I saw the other ones. I at least got something out of the other movies. At least some smiles or some cool stuff uh, was in it. But I go to see Transformers 4... And never before have I been so utterly, utterly bored during a movie in the movie, like at the movie theater. And I'm like, I should be enjoying this. There's like explosions everywhere. But then I'm like, no, this, I don't know why. At one point I just, I was there with Nate, uh, Nate Warren and uh, Marissa. And Speaking we of just. Happy birthday, Marissa. Was that today? Yeah, yeah, it's Marissa's birthday today. Happy birthday, oh, say happy birthday. <laughs> birthday Marissa. Sure I'll show her this and she'll be like, I hate all of you. Hey, make sure you <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. I'll make sure you do something annoying for me because, like, I can't be there. It, it's too late. No, not, it's She's not. not even here. So, um, Can I cut this podcast? I really don't. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so at one point, I just, like, lean in, put my hand on my – or my elbow on my knee and my head on my hand. And I'm just like, is it done yet? And then I look over. Nate's doing the same thing. And I look over to Marissa, and she's doing the exact same thing, too. I'm like, we're all just so bored. Like, why is this movie boring? It's giant robots fighting each other. Like, this shouldn't be boring. But, like, the camera's in so close, you can't tell what's happening. And then, like, they do the one... It's like, all right, that's the climax of the movie. Now we're done. No, that's... Nope, there's a whole, whole other climax to this movie that... You don't even see coming just because I need to get China into the movie because, oh, we want to sell those overseas tickets. And it's just so utterly frustrating and confusing as to why it needed to be like three hours long. (laughs) And literally, it didn't at all. And then at one point, Optimus Prime just starts wrestling with a dinosaur and you're like this is weird <laughs> yeah and what's is he thing? doing what i think he's doing with he's that like dinosaur? he's like something like i'm trying to free you and he's like i'm gonna free you dinobots join me or die and i'm like that's not, that's not how it works <laughs> oh my god and it's just mark Wahlberg is just overacting he like i just felt like he knew like he's like this movie is Awful. I want this paycheck, though. I love how they tried to make him, make us believe he could be an inventor, though. It's like, he's the least believable inventor ever on film. And then, I think if they would have gotten Shia LaBeouf back, 
I would have definitely went and saw this movie. <laughs> they would have at least had something going and for like, them. I, like, I probably would have... I actually haven't seen this movie, but I feel it's, like if shot, like if I can see like a different version just with Shia LaBeouf, I'd be happy. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go sit three hours with Shia LaBeouf's acting. No. Why not? <laughs> no, because you just don't even understand how bad it is. Aaron, help me describe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to watch it. Like no, no, no. I just... I need to, this is my biggest, not my biggest, one of my biggest complaints with the movie as a whole. I need Aaron to help me out here because, <laughs> so they make Mark Wahlberg's daughter like 17, right? She's 17 I in the movie. So. Yeah. And she has like a boyfriend who's like 20 or 21 or something. Yeah. And they do a whole like three minute scene. Yeah. They like literally like stop the plot. what what plot there was yeah just to explain like some romeo Romeo and juliet laws of texas in texas were like you it's not illegal or like the age of consent is different or something like why why not just make her 18 like why did she have to be 17 like in the movie like just bump her up a year everything is solved you don't need that scene at all it's still a little weird but like not as weird as it already was like i just it's so that's the whole movie though like it's just things that didn't need to be in it but then they just keep going hey well this is why this is in it and then mark Wahlberg like knows how to fire an alien gun for some reason like it's an alien gun you shouldn't know how to use that i don't know plot twist mark Wahlberg is actually is an alien alien. (laughs) Alright, I'm done talking about Transformers 4. Aaron, what's your second I mean, yeah, we, I could go on on Transformers <laughs> yeah. all day, but we gotta move That's along. It. So my next film is a movie that I didn't actually turn off, but I definitely would have if it were not part of this franchise. And that is uh, Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie uh. version. The sequel to the remake. Okay, I didn't even know there was a sequel to the remake. Unfortunately, the there fact, is. The fact that there's a sequel to the remake just doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> the remake isn't good, from what I hear. I haven't seen it. But... The remake is, no, not very good. But the sequel just goes... It's It has, like, nothing... None of the iconic elements of the franchise at all. Like, they don't use the theme... They don't... I mean, they have, like, the characters, but they don't really... Wait, they don't even use the theme? They don't even use the Halloween theme. I'm like, what is this? You can't not (laughs) use it. That's the most (laughs) quintessential part of the entire franchise, but... Yeah, like... Oh, my God. That's that's a little... That makes me angry, and I've never even seen a Halloween film. I think the, the worst part about this, like, the reason why I just really, really didn't like it, even beyond the fact that it's just, like, a not a very good movie. Like, Michael Myers is, like, walking around in fields without his mask on, like, talking to his dead mother, who is played by Rob Zombie's wife. And, oh, like, God. she's hanging out with, like, this white horse. And oh. it's, like, the white horse symbolizes something. I don't, I don't know what it symbolizes, but it symbolizes something. Like, the movie doesn't explain. It's just, it's a symbol for something. You figure it out, because we're not going to try. <laughs> it's called art, Aaron. All right. But yeah, the reason, the main reason I didn't, I really didn't like this is like, I mean, there's always like this fine line in like slasher movies where it's like, people are always like, how can you enjoy that? They're like, they're so violent. But then like, 
you know, just like the, the violence is always like so uh, disconnected from reality. Like it's usually like so over the top or like cartoonish or just like clever in ways that you wouldn't actually see play out in real life kind of thing that makes it right. fun, in my opinion. But, like, this movie didn't do this. This movie is just really, really, like, nihilistically brutal about its oh. violence. And it's just so unpleasant to watch, you know? <laughs> oh, it's just like... Yeah, how is, how's the blood splatter? Because... Because if, what makes or breaks some movies for me is, like, whether the blood splatter is good or not. Because in Django Unchained, the blood splatter and, like, the special effects <laughs> in that movie is are, like, great. Because I remember, like, the ending scene in the house with Django just, like, going off on everyone. I'm right, like, well, oh, my. Well, don't, but don't spoil it. No, please. that's what I mean, though. <laughs> it's on my is list. that, like, oh. you can easily enjoy violence when it's, like, so over the, yeah, top, over the top. Like, in a Tarantino that's film, where it's just, like, yeah. blood splattering everywhere. Like, this like, is so ridiculous. But oh my gosh! But, they really no, just that's had not it. what this is doing. Is it's it's not like, at all. It's trying to be brutally real, like just like the most realistic violence you can. But then at the same time, it's just like, you know, like some poor nurse who's like didn't do anything just like gets her face smashed in like a bunch of times, and it's just like it's really unpleasant and uncomfortable is, to watch. Is it, like, like pointless too. Like yeah, it's pretty because there's like violence in movies like uh i think of like crimson peak in particular there's like one scene there's two scenes actually that are like really like real violent but like they're there for a reason like they make sense towards the plot and like who these characters are i mean like we understand that uh, michael myers is a sociopath right like like you need to see that yeah i mean like there's <laughs> definitely a lot of films that i can handle that uh like, you, I can handle a lot of violence in films. I usually don't turn off a movie because of uh, violent content. Over, <coughs> Just, I don't know what it is about this, but just the fact that it's just so, I guess, pointless. Like like I said, it's very nihilistic. It's just, mm. it's violence just, for, like, for the sake of violence. And it's just, again, so vapid and hollow. It's just this brutal, brutal violence with no point. And it just, it was very uncomfortable. And it kind of ruins what I like about slasher films kind of thing. Right. Like, I, I understand that. Like, even though I haven't seen it, like, I can understand that point where it goes from, like, this is so fake to, like, this is really real, but, like, it's for a reason than just, like, just so much. But the movie like, doesn't have, like, any much. kind of statement on violence or whatever right. or any meaningful message to go with it. It's just there. Interesting. Interesting. But I well, I watched all of it because I was watching yeah. through the entire Halloween franchise, and I was like, "It's the last Are there one." More after that? No, that's oh, it's the last that's one. That's the last one made. They're working on another one now, because of course Is they it Rob are. Zombie again or no? No. Okay, probably for the best. <laughs> all right, David, what's your uh, final movie? My final movie is none other than Mean Girls Two. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Because oh. let me tell you about this experience. I. <laughs> I love Mean Girls one. I, I believe that we all can say that we love Mean Girls. Cassie, Ken, Aaron, do you agree? Do you oh love yeah, Aaron. No, I love it. Uh, oh okay. I'm like, gonna be the one guy who's like, no, Mean Girls is the worst, man. Like, I didn't want to make a blanket. I didn't want to make a blanket statement. I'm not gonna make a blanket statement without like everyone agreeing. So I just wanted to like cover my base. Blanket, cool. blanket statements involving Mean Girls, the movie, are always okay. 
There we go. What if it's a, what if it's a <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. That's just Always? that's how we're at. Okay. <laughs> All right, David. <laughs> but I remember, right. I remember I was <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I remember I was watching pre I was watching like TV and then there was Mean Girls too. Premieres like next week at eight o'clock or whatever. And I'm like, holy crap, they're making a psycho one. Was this I'm like a Disney out. Channel original no, movie? Was that what it was? Mean it Girls? It's no. it's definitely not Disney Channel. Tina they Fey would not make it. this movie. I know what the first Mean Girls was, but I no, no, myself, still not the second one. Still not oh, the okay. second. One. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, um, I don't know if it I would was, be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was on. I could throw ABC Family probably. maybe. Probably something to that extent. But I remember I'm like, crap, it's gonna be us. So I remember cleared my sketch. Like I remember people were like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, no, can't tonight. Mean Girls two is on. <laughs> I. I got my base on my big TV, made my homemade popcorn, got it all butter, salt, parmesan, the perfect recipe. I turned that thing on. I'm 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 showering down. I'm like, oh, turn it on. This is about to be great. And I was just like, what am I watching? Like, and I like to this day, I can't even tell you what I saw. But I was like, this is the most. <laughs> Did you watch all of it? No, no. Like 20 okay. minutes in, I turned that off, and I was like, well, now. And then I went out. Then I went out to go hang out with my friends. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Like, like I yeah, I don't even know what really to say about it. Nothing, even. I, mean, it's I just, can't. Even, I just remember it being so bad that I turned it off twenty minutes in. It's like Grease two to Grease. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying because I don't Grease at all. Two, but well, I, don't I, don't I know it's reputation. One, I David? Well, all no, right, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just they don't bring back. <clears throat> pretty sure they don't bring back any of the original characters i'm trying to rack my brain unless it's a very very minor character yeah i think it might be like the principal or something maybe might be in it but uh and just the acting is awful it you can tell it's like i don't know if it was straight to dvd or if it was like made for tv it was made for tv okay the dialogue is Oh my god! I wouldn't be surprised if it was ABC Family because it's like that level of dialogue. Like, hey, I, we'll spend five minutes writing the script. And, yeah, it was uh, ABC go. Family. Oh, uh, see, that and makes yes, sense. The principal did return. <laughs> okay, thank you, Damn. Wikipedia. Woo, Wikipedia! <laughs> yeah, Barb, your memory is pretty solid. Oh well, yeah, I think this and this, and you're spot on. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, recently I was like, yeah, I just have a memory for like years. Movies came out, like songs. Okay, like, okay, calm album. down. I don't, I don't want. I don't want you to get too excited about yourself. Calm down, Jake. I, well, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't bragging. About it. I'm just like that's like a horrible. Like if that's the only good thing about me, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But like you know what I'm saying. Like if that's the only like superpower I have, like that's like an awful superpower. <laughs> David, anything else to say about Mean Girls Two, or I'm just gonna no, just gonna move on, just never talk about it again. I should, well, sure hope not. Okay. I just pretend it doesn't exist. Yep. Never seen. Uh, it's good to know that you like Mean Girls one though, Aaron. I didn't expect that, honestly. Why not? I like I, good movies. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron and I have good. very different tastes when it comes to comedy. Like it's it's just true. I don't know. It's weird. Moving um. On. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we are going to talk about the upcoming movies of the week, guys. That's your guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Uh, this week we have one I'm really excited for, one I've never heard of the original, and the other one 
is a, a biopic. So it's first, an interesting week. First of all, um, going on the thing, never heard of the original. I get Red 2 with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Like, I always see that, like, in um, in the uh, bins, you know, like, when I'm going out, when I'm going to, like, look for cheap moving stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what, what what's Red 1? Like, they made it original? So, like, I don't know, that just triggered my memory. I still haven't seen, like, <laughs> like a copy of Red or, like, whatever the heck. Yeah, it neither have I, now that I think about it. Like, Red 2 it, is everywhere. Maybe Red it's because no one, no one liked Red 2 and people liked Red yeah, Red 2 is well, well, the fact is, the fact is you know, I've never even seen Red. Never heard of it. So I'm just like... What? It's Sorry. it's pretty good. I, w- I would recommend it if you, could, if you can find it. <laughs> I mean, you love Morgan Freeman, so he's in it. <coughs> Side little comment, but... Anyway. But that brings uh, us, I suppose we should start talking about uh, Mechanic... Mechanic. What is it called? Mechanic Resurrection. Resurrect- Resurrection? The, the worst title to put on a movie resurrection it's so overdone at this point like i just don't understand rise of the mechanic mechanic Mm. origins so this Mm. is a sequel it's not this is a sequel yes because jason jason statham right yes yes yeah yes it's him i've never heard of the the original mechanic didn't even know it was a real thing (laughs) i was like i literally just saw like a trailer spot or like a tv spot when i was watching the olympics a few days ago i'm like Resurrection. What's the first one like? Well, I don't understand. I remember. See, I never saw the first one, but I remember seeing the trailer for the first one, and like the trailer made him seem like what he wasn't. Like made him seem like something that he wasn't was. Like he's like, oh, like I get things for people. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Like, like, <laughs> Just slapped like, it. Yeah, I know. But, that, but like I remember the first trailer. Jason Statham was like, I get things for people. Like, when they need it. And then he just cuts out a liver with this one guy and then, like, got money for it. But I guess he's, like, an assassin. I don't know. It was a real weird trailer. Does anyone here know anything about the original mechanic? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we really don't have anything to say about this movie. It but looks, have you guys seen the trailer? Looks, I've seen TV spots. Yeah. I mean, looks silly. I, I enjoy Jason <laughs> Statham, so I, I would like to see the original. It, it looks like... Like, uh, so what, the Vin Diesel movie, Triple Triple X, is that what it's called? Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, it looks like that kind of movie, where it's just over the top, like, yo, we're so rad, guys, we're, we're doing <laughs> oh, tricks I, and I know stunts. something we have to mention, though, is that Tommy Jessica Lee Jones is in this. Tom, well, Jessica Alba is in this, but yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is in this, and just his no. makeup is so ridiculous. <laughs> Now I gotta look up a picture. Like he, has, he has like this really weird soul patch, and he's wearing like these big <laughs> earrings, and it's just like Who's this really odd look for him. Have you seen uh, Men in Black? Sure. No. Yeah. No. No. Why sure then? <laughs> I've seen. Like, I've seen. Is he like? Wait, the... do you not know who Tommy Lee Jones is? Yeah, that's... that's that was my. Is he? Is he the white guy? In Men in Black, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of the pair. Not Will Smith. Not Will one? Smith. Yes. Okay. The guy who is not Will Smith, but is also pretty famous on his own. Yeah, like, more famous than Will Smith, I'd say. <laughs> oh yeah, this makeup is, uh... It's something. I... Like, I can still... I can still tell it's Tommy Lee Jones, but... Why not just hire a different actor at that point, I guess? <laughs> anyway... Uh, since we don't have anything to say about Mechanic Resurrection, let's talk about uh, Don't Breathe, 
a movie I am very, very excited for. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what the heck this movie is. Aaron, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen trailers. This seems like your kind of movie. I think the first time I watched the trailer... Question, is it a horror movie? It's a horror film, yes. uh, So let's explain the film first, at least. (laughs) Thank Um, you. It's a movie, these, these three early 20s people go in and rob a blind guy. They go in to rob a blind guy. Um, and so eventually they find out this guy has, like, military training. He, like, takes the gun away from one of them and kills one of their friends. And then he starts boarding up the house, like, trying to trap them in, whoever's in there or whatever. And so, you, you know, don't breathe because he'll be able to hear it. His other senses are Yeah, he catches one of the robbers... As they're rigging to his home, he kills them, and then the other two, he finds out there's more people in the house, but he can't see them because he's blind, so then he tries to board up the house, lock them in, hunt them down, and they have to, you know, evade him while, you know, he has, like, heightened senses, but he's blind. That's and he, like, eventually, bit. like, turns off all the lights or whatever, and it looks really good to me, I don't know. The, the I first mean, time, that sounds interesting. The first time I saw the trailer... I think it was, like, in front of Lights Out or whatever, but it looked kind of silly, though, because I think, I think it's mainly just the fault of the trailer not being able to explain everything succinctly enough in the sense that it just it's like you're just kind of like, okay, why can't they leave the house? Why can't they find a way out? It seems like it would okay, be yeah, fairly could, simple. To, it seems like it's not as dangerous of a situation as they want it to be, just, well, you know, at first glance. Yeah, David, David. My question is, are, are they writing out that this blind guy, are they making him the bad guy? Or are they writing out, like, that That would be my problem with the movie, because, like, they're breaking into this dude's house, just, like, stealing his money, and he starts killing him, and they're like, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel I like I'm going to be He's not supposed to be, like, a straight-up bad guy, but no, he is murdering I I, these He is, teenagers. yeah, he is murdering people. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would, I feel like I want to be rooting for him, because they're like, oh no, like, let's just take all his money, because he's blind, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to be rooting I don't think that's why they're going to take all of his no, yeah, there's why, like a, how, why else would you rob you a blind guy? There's like money. a sappy backstory <laughs> about why she needs some money or something, I forget what it is, but. She needs to get her, like, little brother away. But, oh yeah, I'm still, still voting for the blind, blind guy, let's go, champ. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it looked just saying, like, the first time I saw that trailer, I was like, why Why can't they get out of the house? But then... Okay, and while still... I understand that, I, I think it's like, this guy has a gun. If you even so much as make a floorboard creak, he's firing. I know, but they're clearly still moving around. I'm just saying, I think the trailer didn't wasn't able to show enough of the uh, concept. I think if you watch the actual film... It's not going to be a problem, and but and yeah. but then like beyond that, I think it looks pretty good. You know, it looks pretty tense. Good, good. You're on you're on my side with this one. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but yeah, um, when I saw the trailer, it was before Sausage Party, and which is a strange choice. I don't know why they put that before Sausage Party. Probably, but uh, it's rated R, probably, and they just lump those together. But Genius. it wasn't for Lights Out, which was surprising. Anyway, um, but I was just like, this is a movie I really want to see. Like, there are a few that I'm like, as soon as I see a trailer, or if I hadn't seen the trailer before, like, I had not seen this trailer before, just seeing it in the theater, like, right when he cuts all the power, and, like, it's just in, like, the night vision camera or whatever, I'm like, this looks interesting, it looks original, it looks like something I'd want to watch. 
Speaking of something that I really want to watch, that made me think of, that made me want to talk to you. I just haven't talked to you guys about it yet, but it was um, the new M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, Split. Split, yeah. Do you see the trailer for that? Aaron? I did see That's that. That's the one with the guy from X Men, James right? uh, McAvoy. Yeah, you told me to watch that, and I have not watched oh, the trailer okay. yet. Yeah, have I you... think it looks. It looks like it has potential. I mean, I'm nervous because you know M Night Shyamalan's career kind of. Yeah, but I don't know, yeah. like, the couple of those scenes in the trailer with, like, the dude and, like, just how he like, switches I'm just, like, characters like that, I was like, okay. Like, I feel like if I go see this movie, I'm about to be creeped out and, like, never... I don't know. Look... I don't know. All right. Well, is that uh, Don't Breathe, then? Any other statements? I, no? I would... I'm excited for it. I mean, like I said, the first... The yeah. trailer first came off as silly, but... The second time I watched it, I was like, this That'll looks like it's it going to be pretty somehow. good. And I think the movie would, yeah, explain it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll probably go see it. <laughs> hopefully. Um, next, we have Hands of Stone. Uh, David, we saw this trailer uh, before Ghostbusters. It's the biopic about the boxer uh, whose name is escaping me. But let me just look it up so I don't make a fool of myself. But Robert De Niro's in it. Robert De Niro, which... Usually a good sign. Is it? You know. I don't know. I feel like usually modern day Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh well, yeah, okay. Kind of ruined his career. I don't. I don't know if it's that drastic, but just like you know. I don't know if he's ruined his career, but it's not. <laughs> um, um, it is about Roberto Duran, the Panamanian fighter who made his professional debut in 1968 as a 16-year-old. I don't oh. know. It's a boxer movie. I, I mean, I, I, I saw the. I, I saw I saw the trailers, and personally, it doesn't really look inter- interesting to me. I love the Rockies. I mean, if it's not part of the Rocky series, I don't know if I want to go see another boxing movie. <laughs> I still Sorry. haven't seen any of the Rocky movies, so. There's like you've not seen any of the Rocky. Like wait, 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 wait. There's seven. Well, do you count? There's Creed? seven with Creed. Creed. You count Creed, yeah. Count, well, yeah, but. So, yeah. No, not... I haven't seen them. And you give me a list of movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, haven't seen seen Rock... you haven't seen Rock. Just to let you know, my family ce- celebrates Sylvester Stallone's birthday in the house. <laughs> yeah, nice. really weird, but my little sister made him a cake, and it's like, yeah, it's his birthday. Oh, I'm wow. like, why? why are you doing this? She's like, he made all the Rocky movies. I'm like, you're right. But I don't think okay. we should. But I'm like, I guess I, um, I guess I gotta see them then. Yeah. All right. I just wanna. I mean, I'm, they have a big collection. I would mean to get it, but yeah. <laughs> I want to go back on um, the Robert De Niro thing. He has kind of ruined his legacy a little bit. Like just going through all of his past movies, there are some real bad ones. He's probably Dirty at the... Grandpa, Heist, The Intern. Uh, Last Vegas. Was the, was the intern bad? Yeah, it's not good. I didn't see it. Um, and then, like, the first good one all the way down is Silver Linings Playbook, which is not made or destroyed by him. Like, he's just kind of a side character. But so. do you think he's at that point in his life where he's like, man, I got enough money, like, I'll be in whatever, like, kind of like Morgan Freeman? So I heard an interesting... An interesting uh, interesting like point 
recently. I can't remember what it was on, but like they were talking about Adam Sandler and they're like, hey, if I was making that much money, I wouldn't make good movies either. And then it's like, but then when does it come into the fact of like, what is your legacy once you die? Like you just made awful movies your whole life. And then that's not your it. whole, not your whole life. Watch your words. Okay. <laughs> well, well, Adam Sandler did. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy no, Gilmore and Billy terrible. Madison. They're I both terrible. <laughs> they're all terrible. But forget, Robert De Niro. Forget about it. I think Robert De Niro anyway. hasn't like killed his legacy <clears throat> he completely. No, his legacy but just yet. like there's <laughs> modern day Robert De Niro films just don't have yeah, that draw. He's... He doesn't. Not for me, at least. I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that we talked about Hands of Stone a little bit, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, anyway, I guess yes. it looks okay. It looks it looks, looks decent. Now this looks like like lowest common denominator Oscar bait to me. <laughs> like, it just hey, like it's Oscar a bait to me. Eh, a little bit. It's like, hey, this is a story about a true person. Like it, please. It has Robert De Niro in it. You love Robert De Niro. Like, I don't know. Eh. Anyway, guys, now we're going to be moving on to the What Have We Been Watching segment of the podcast. They killed him. <gasps> did he suffer? No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. What I'm about to tell you is top secret. A conspiracy bigger than all of us. David, you like to go first usually, so uh, <laughs> would you like to go first yet again? Yeah, I, I have a list. Oh, you have a list even. Because, like, I don't know. I, was, I feel like I've been watching a little bit more things. Probably not, but I feel like I should try. You have a list. It's weird. I watched Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm, that's a... Uh... Better than the first. Oh, no. 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 What? No. No. Really? <laughs> I thought so. Wait, no, defend it, I suppose, but... Yeah, I would like to hear your I'd defense. Like, I mean, you can um... think that, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> so, well, man, like, I look at the actors. Paul Walker, <laughs> Tyrese Paul Gibson. Uh... I think it's Tyrese. I really like Tyrese Gibson. Maybe, I think I just liked it better because Tyrese Gibson. He's, he's in them... Wait, he's no. He's in four? Yes, he's in Does four. Does he come four, back in five. four or five? Five. He's in five, six, and five seven. through seven and yeah. eight. So he I gets suppose. he's very enjoyable in those ones. Not so much in Too Fast, Too Furious. I liked him in two. I don't know. I enjoyed him in two. I think that's another, like why Ludacris was weird. Like he had this big old afro. <laughs> oh yeah, like, he comes Luda. back too yeah. without the yeah, afro. Yeah, that's my hair. The afro is weird. <laughs> like I remember the first thing I'm like, that's supposed to be Ludacris, and then um Sucre from uh. Uh, Prison Break is in it. Oh, yeah, I'm not watching yeah. that. I really like Prison Break, so I was like, oh, they're so crazy. I'm like, this is just weird. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. For real, though, they introduced two of the best characters in one of the worst movies. Like, I really like uh, Ludacris That's and how they forced Tyrese. You to watch it. They retroactively yeah. forced you to watch it. Yeah, they really did by making them really great in the later movies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, too fast, too furious. What else, David? Um. And then I was like, yeah, sure, I watched Tokyo Drift right away. I was like, eh, I don't want to, like, <laughs> double down right away. I got to calm down. So then I watched... <laughs> yeah, I yeah, watched... You really do need to. You'll lose your sanity. I I watched them all. Now, you kind of got to watch some of them back-to-back. Like, you got to watch four and then five, like, back-to-back, because, like, the, the ending leading into the opening scene is just, like, the... Okay, yeah. ...craziest 
you know, but jump after and watching tone. four, after watching four, and like, well, yeah, four is terrible. To burn the world. Well, that's why <laughs> like, you gotta watch five. Because then yeah. you're just like, anyway. five's decent. <laughs> anyway, David, did what did you watch after that? I watched Son of Batman. Oh, okay. Which is an awful. It's an awful name, but it was actually a really good. It was. It's on Netflix. It's like an okay. hour and twenty minutes, like short. Short. Right, it's it's animated. DC Universe original animated movies. Yeah, hundred. Um, it focuses on Batman and um, Talia and Damien. So what happens is I don't want to ruin yeah. it for you, but basically Talia is like, take care of Damien. I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but well, yeah. Batman has a surprise son, and yeah, uh, and he's like, he's just like what? take care of him. Alright. It, yeah, it's based and, um, on a comic book storyline. Yeah, and... Like, I know who Damien and yeah. is, like... So, yeah. that's why I just said those specific details, because I know you all know that. <laughs> yeah. And But I'm not going to go with into the plot or whatever, but uh, good action. It was, like, PG-13, so, you know, there's some good action scenes in there, but I enjoyed it. It was a nice tw- hour and 20. All yeah, right. I've seen it. I, it was... It, I don't think it was one of the best... Of the DC animated movies, like in terms, I think the plot was a bit thin, maybe. But I just watched. I, I agree with that. I, like I the watched action. that right. I, I watched that right after it, so I was like, "Yeah, I like, it would be fine." So, <laughs> well, yeah, anything will look good coming out of yeah. Too Fast Too Furious. <laughs> oh um, my gosh! <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do you have after that? I got. I got sucked into watching the Tigers for a couple innings. That was pretty rough. I hated oh, it. Oh, yes. Because my roommate's like, hey, I'm watching the Tigers. I'm like, eh, don't care. There's a really good plot twist in that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. But um, watched. obviously I watched more It's Always Sunny because the, the <laughs> kid that was just spending a week on my couch had to finish it up. And Charlie worked, man. He's like, I lo-. He's like, that's how you do a, a, a prank chair. <laughs> Charlie just breaks the chair. I was cracking up. Yeah, and Dennis takes the credit for it, which is outstanding. Number it's one episode of the show. Number know. one. The boat. Top episode boat. of the show. No, the boat. Best. Okay. Nope, the gang top. buys a boat. Best. Nope. The, Number the gang, one. Top. The gang buys Excellent. a boat. Most superior. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> David. Um, David. Obviously watched the Olympics. Us. Yeah, that ended today. Yeah, for us. I mean, like three days ago. So basically, it didn't because you know American networks have no coverage of any other country at all besides America. Right. We did win the most medals, though. Yeah. True. And then um, after we finished up, it's always Sonny. My the kid who's like, man, no, it's a great show. Scrubs. I'm like, what? Scrubs. And then he's like, yeah, like started playing. I watched like ten episodes, maybe. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it at all. No, I don't really like Scrubs either. It's like I guess good. I guess it's one of like it's obviously a medical like hospital TV show sitcom, but I guess it's the most medically accurate TV show, like medical TV show. Hmm. Which uh, I'm just like, okay, that's a cool fun fact. But um, I don't know, I... like the the humor just wasn't that good in my opinion. I didn't like. Yeah. It. But and that's, he's just that's like Zach Braff, right? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and he's just like crack. He's like, man, I love Scrubs so much, but I, yeah, maybe you have to grow up with it. I don't know. I mean, I've seen, I haven't watched like the entire show, but I've seen various episodes and like the reruns and syndication or whatever. And I mean, it's it's okay. 
Yeah, yeah. there's like, there's like no, no it's not two point. broke girls, but yeah, it, <laughs> so, it's not horribly offensive like that. Yeah, it's just like, like so, hey, it's like I'll be sweet. sitting there and like make like one a solid one to five times through the episode, I'll I'll have like a little nice chuckle. I'll be like, huh, that's a funny idea, and then that'll be all. Like yeah, I, I think like there's some great episodes in there. Like I like the one where. Uh, What's his name? Zach Braff, whatever his character's name is. He's trying to do a musical called Dr. Acula. That's a good episode. But I mean, I've only seen like the first seven episodes, so I have no idea. But, you know, I don't know. There's a few good episodes. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I hate to compare it to this because this show is way worse. Uh, It's like the Big Bang Theory. Like, why do people like this show? I'm but like everyone Bang. does. Do you know the Big Bang Theory, Aaron? What? I watched. I watched the first season, but it, it gets I, better. Gets better. I feel like it gets worse. Big Bang no. It always feels like this is my problem with the Big Bang Theory. It, it always feels like they're laughing at people who know stuff about nerd stuff rather than with people who are laughing about nerd stuff. It's like, hey, you're an idiot if you like this stuff. <laughs> like, hey, you're a dork. I don't know. It just feels weird. Like you're like trying to get this demographic, but also making fun of them at the yeah, same time. Weird. It's a little weird. I don't know. Also, but, it's just not funny. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't know. That, there were some. There was some good episodes in the first season. I will still defend some episodes. Okay. Like I, the the I'm one episode be... where uh, I don't know these characters' names, but uh, Sheldon and What's Leonard. the main? I know that name? one. Leonard. Leonard. The the is episode that right? where yeah, I don't know. Oh, awesome. Where uh, Sheldon is interviewing Leonard to be his roommate. Yeah. Like that flashback. That episode I still really enjoy, actually. The whole contract. I will. He's just like we're gonna we're gonna to... set aside Fridays at nine p.m. to watch the TV show Firefly, and he's like, every Friday at nine. Yeah, that show's gonna be on for years. So, I don't know. It was, it was All right, that's a good joke. I'll give him that one. <laughs> I will forever want to burn Big Bang Theory to the ground, though. So, okay, wow. That. Oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> David, what else you got for I'm us? I'm saving the best thing for last because earlier today, I watched Frank Ocean's visual concept album called Endless. And All right. My God. Was I, like, happy, nostalgic, confused, just all emotionally messed up and all at the same time? Because little backstory about Frank Ocean is that, like, you know, he put out Channel Orange, which was uh, critically acclaimed. Uh, did it get a... It got some... Grammy. Probably got some. It probably got a Grammy. They just yeah. give those out to people. Yeah, anyone oh, can get a Grammy. Yeah. Come well, on. That's, <laughs> moving, on yeah. moving on from that ad... He dropped that, like, he just went into hibernation. Like, no one's, like, people are like, are you a lot? Like, people thought he died. That's, like, why. And then, all of a sudden, he's like, surprise, here's two new albums. So he drops a brand new album that just to listen to. And then he drops another one that is, so it's two separate albums. One There's one album, and then there's a con- the visual concept album. So it's, like, four, like close to 40-ish new tracks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, just like, oh, wow, Frank Ocean, good for you. But, um, so the internet's just freaking out, and I personally love Frank Ocean. I, Aaron, you gotta listen to him. Jacob, you like yeah, Challenge Yeah, I mean, 
I I heard about you know th- this news about him dropping this album yeah. after so many years. So I'm gonna look and, into him. I haven't heard him yet. Yeah. It, it's really I'm trying it, to. I I don't know if this is the same person, but there was one person I listened to, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, he's really great." And I was like, "I guess if you like that, I I don't know. I don't know if it's the same guy though." So let me just. No, check. that was Taylor Swift. Hmm. I don't talk about Taylor Swift like that. <laughs> no. But anyway, what what what's interesting is because this is um, a forty five minute video that can only be streamed on Apple Music exclusively. But do you have so Apple Music? I do. Oh, okay. Free for three months. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, gotta gotta do what you gotta do. And it's actually, I really like Apple. The internet may hate me, but I don't care. It's it's not bad. But um. When they interviewed um, the person, his producer, who's been working, whatever, they're supposedly so. This video was forty-five minutes. Supposedly there was an hour, like a hundred and forty-nine hour cut of this video floating out. But and and he's like, yeah, that's what Frank wanted. That's like the magic. That's the art. But this is what we got because like, you know, Apple was like, what are you doing? You can't do this. But so somewhere floating out on the internet, there's a 149 hour video. 149 hours. How is that even no. possible? That's, that's... that's not, that's not art at that point. That's just being you a prick. Like, it's not being a prick. Just... Yes, it is. I mean, that's, but... like lo- that's like longer than a lot of TV shows. I mean, yeah. really? I mean, he's not been do- like, He's been dead for like how many years? People say, remember? So like, he's got. <laughs> but I, this is not the same person. Just wanted to. Oh, that okay. One. I don't know who I'm thinking. But of. yeah, I don't know. It was shot in black. One. It was shot in black and white. <laughs> um. It was, It reminded me of a dream. And the music flows with the with the video, but it takes a very weird turn. Good weird. I just don't know how to take it yet. Toward, at the last track and the last part of the video, which you just have to see. But I, it's definitely an experience and definitely something that you guys should be. Watch well, I mean, I, I don't have Apple Music. Apple Music. I, I wish I understand. But I have been free. to uh, check out his albums. So yeah, no, no. you can you can get it free for three months, and then just cancel it right before it runs out, like I did. I think. Someone might have already used our three month thing on yeah. <laughs> music. So, whoops. Anyway, Aaron. Yeah. What have you done? been watching this week? Yeah, Frank Gosher finished it. All right. All right. So, you know what's going, Lacey. <laughs> oh, I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> Let me just say, Internet, I convinced Aaron Hahn to go see a movie. It's probably the last time it'll ever happen because of it, but I'm going to take it. Yeah, so I saw Sausage Party. Yes. I did see that you saw a Sausage Party. That's such a tongue twister, but I will... Is it like your favorite on Twitter? Uh, like, like, uh, like they no. changed it yeah. from favorite to like... Yeah, I liked your tweet with the, the movie ticket, ticket stuff. Movie ticket, yeah. yeah. Passive-aggressively being like, if this isn't good... <laughs> I'm coming quoting for the podcast. <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, but no, it was enjoyable. I think I I right. got a lot more laughs out of it than I I thought I was going to. Like yeah. you know, I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rogen's style, 
Lacey, as we've talked about, I really don't like This is the End. I should have liked it because I'm all into meta humor, but I just didn't like the movie. It's one of the greatest comedies of the last five years. Oh, pause. I also saw part of Pineapple Express. Only part of it? How do you only watch part of Pineapple Express? Because it was was Boys Weekend, and all of a sudden they just left their apartment, they were just sitting at a tree, and then James Franco tossed his cell phone and didn't smash it on the rock and missed the tree. The end. That's all I saw. And then we went to go grow uh, burgers. Oh. So, like, you didn't see any of my Netflix. <laughs> that's... All right. That's more Maybe. than I've seen, so... You've... No. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rogen's stuff. Ben, continue. Please, as we I'm talked dying. about a little on these last two podcasts, you kind of saw me transition from this movie looks like it's going to be really insubstantial and terrible to maybe this movie has something going for it, and then <coughs> went to see it. Because uh, my dad and my brother were going to see Suicide Squad, because my younger brother had not seen ah. it yet. And I was like, I don't really want to see Suicide Squad again. So I'm like, what else is showing up this time? And Sausage Party was there, so I was like, fine. I guess I'll go see yes. it. <laughs> I'm so glad that's the reason you want to see it. Thank you, Suicide Squad, for not being that good. <laughs> but, yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I mean, there was a lot of clever jokes in there, you know, just... uh. There was, like, the the way they would just, like, go on this whole, like, the running joke with, like, the whole food puns. Yes, and the then, food But then they, like, kind of, like, subvert it after a yeah. while and everything. They just keep on subverting it. I was like, okay, this movie actually has some clever stuff going for it. And the song, the opening song by Alan Menken, <laughs> which I was looking forward to once I learned Alan Menken uh, wrote the uh, music for it. And it was just, it was incredible. You know, it was just yes, great. It a, is really good. A, a pitch perfect parody <laughs> of uh, a Disney musical opener yeah. with that Seth Rogen. Especially because they go back and reference it later. Like, it's not just like, hey, this is a thing that happens. Then, like, later when you get to the non perishables, right. uh, the foods, they reference it. And it's like, oh, there's like thought behind that song. Like, there was a reason for it mm-hmm. to be the way it is. Yeah, and there's is, a lot of reasons for a lot of stuff in the movie like uh yeah. the movie obviously has a clear message a very <laughs> very blunt about it but yeah <laughs> i don't know it definitely it had a lot more substance than i thought it would and i think it i think it does have like a a good message about just like the way people get caught up in these fantasies or something and they don't really they don't accept the reality of the situation i you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, no, I get you. Like, the, uh, like, uh, they don't, like, just, I don't, I want to spoil it so badly, but I won't. But there's a, a clear point. I'm not going to spoil it, David. I, I'm there's trying clear, hard not to spoil it. Yeah, there's a, a clear point where, like, facts are presented and people are just like, well, I just want to believe what I want to believe. And it's like, right. that's such it's a, like the, such a real moment in that film where you're like, oh my god. Attacking people's tendency to believe a comfortable lie over a harsh truth. So, but then, so I I, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm not sure. There's, like, some stuff, I think the plot is a bit, (laughs) I I, I have to critique it a little, but. (laughs) No, I'm just, I was just thinking of the, one of the scenes. Oh. (laughs) I think the plot is a bit, uh, I don't know, it's just, like, there's lulls in it where it just feels like they're not really, there's not a lot of forward momentum. It's just kind of like they need to get to this section of the grocery store. They need to get from location A to location B without 
like a lot of things happening or whatever. But yeah. and then I'm not sure what to make of uh, how much of the film relies on racist stereotypes. Like, cause they they call it out. They do do a good. They have a funny <laughs> joke of where they call it out. But then yeah. I'm like, does it make up for it all? I don't know. I think it does, honestly. I mean, but there's still. I'm, I'm not either of the ra- like. I guess there are more. I'm not the two predominant. I'm not of either of the two predominant races that they have most of the weird jokes about. So I guess I can't really say for sure if it's offensive. But I feel like the overall message of it was like, hey, it's why are there stereotypes? Like that seems a little dumb, kind of. You know what I'm saying? I think like, do, do you I know think it's like the, I no, I get what you're saying, but I don't know if it completely makes up for it because it's kind of like trying to like have your cake and eat it too kind of thing, you know, where they're like yeah. relying so much on making these same old jokes that we've heard a million times before and we know they're just relying on old stereotypes. But yeah, even if they call it out at the end, they still had a lot of jokes based on that. So I don't know. But I think there were enough other clever jokes and even some clever jokes that did rely on, like, like not the old, I don't know how to describe it, but just like clever subversions of, the, of stereotypes, of stereotypes yeah. in there as well. So <laughs> David's just dying. <laughs> just coughing up the storm. I'm, I'm sorry, um, I'm trying. I'm, it's okay, I'm dabbing, it's okay. I'm dabbing we're, we're okay. to cover up my mouth. Like, yeah, we're all good, man. Cough. The internet, they're all okay. They're like, they feel it for you. They're all sending you messages of love right now on Twitter. Send me messages of vitamin C. Yes, that's Send good. Me um, citrus fruits. Citrus, okay. <laughs> um, Aaron. Soliciting <laughs> citrus fruits out of the internet. I don't know if it works like that. Um, Aaron, do you agree, though, that the voice acting is, like, pretty outstanding from at least to some of some of the uh, actors? Edward Norton's Edward, character? I didn't even know that was Edward Norton until the very end. I was, like, I, was... I know Edward Norton is in this movie, but who is he I playing? I didn't even know he was in the movie, so when it got oh, to the yeah. end, I was like, what? That was that was him? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and then, oh uh, gosh, who else? Um, oh, James Franco, like I mentioned last week, had no clue that was James Franco. I mean, Franco. I, I could tell, but I guess I was also kind of uh, looking for it because you had mentioned... Oh, you did yeah. You had mentioned that, like, you didn't realize that was James Franco, so I was, I was like, looking at it for it. I was like, tuned in to, you know, which one is yeah. Franco. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> but, um... I don't know, any anything to tie it up? I think I'm just going to end on the same thing I did last week. If you're easily offended, don't see the movie, because it, it goes out of its way to offend you, but, like, it does so because there's a point to it. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, well, one more point I want to make is, like, I think I, okay. think I would have appreciated more if they had, like, tried to ease into the offensiveness a little more, like, start out more as, like, a parody of Disney, like, a closer parody to the Disney movie before ramping up into the extreme, like the trailer did, you know, I where think balls, yeah, no, I think I balls to the wall was the only way to go, Aaron. But, you know, I had <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, think I the, also kind of agree, but I'm, I'm going to... The trailer was very pictures. effective in the way it just, like, it presents itself as a normal animated movie, and then all of a sudden, you know, that sudden tonal shift. And so yeah. I think, but then the movie, like, it starts out, like, the very first word, you know, yeah. there's... They're swearing like yeah. throughout the very first scene of the movie, and I th- I just think they should have like held off on the swearing. It would have been like more powerful when it just like first shows up. And but yeah. maybe it's just like 
you know, since everyone knew what they were getting into when they went to see the movie, that maybe it wouldn't have worked as well. So uh, Yeah, that's that's one of my arguments for that. But my other one is that if there is a family who accidentally went to go see Sausage Party, like, they need to get that out of the way, like, right away. Like, hey, this is not a kid's movie. Like, you know. But as you said, like, some kids will still stay, whatever. Oh, were there kids in your theater? There, I don't know, because I sat in, like, like in front of everyone. Oh, okay. Like, I just couldn't even believe that there were, like, four or five children in the movie. I'm like... Does no one check ratings before they go and see a movie? <laughs> Just what? How are you a parent? <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's so, it's so, <laughs> it's so horribly offensive. Like especially the one of the final scenes where I'm like, "Yep, cover your children's eyes." <laughs> but that was it was hilarious. Just it's it's one of the best scenes in film. Yes, this year. there was there was Just, a lot it's... of a lot of clever jokes, a lot of funny scenes. So I ha- I have. <laughs> criticisms but i i did enjoy it a lot more than i thought i would yeah so good you liked it better than this is the end i did like it better than this is the end no no, i hate you for that all right (laughs) hey what else you got for us aaron uh not much i didn't watch like anything this week because i was caught up in other things i had company over i read a lot of comics because i was trying to cram in like three years worth of avengers comics before my marvel unlimited subscription ran out so (laughs) Because oh, I was, okay. I wanted to read the Secret Wars event, but then right. to read the Secret Wars event properly, you have to read like three years of both Avengers and New Avengers <laughs> to get all the build up. So I read all of that. <laughs> that took a lot of time. So I guess the only other thing I really watched was I watched Mr. Robot as always mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mention mm-hmm. it every week. I watch it, but no. I'm gonna bring it up again because one, it's a light week, and two, they had a pretty big twist in this latest episode this week. And it was just, like, this really interesting thing, just, like, you know, what makes the show interesting as a whole is that, like, it's a it's a twist that changes everything we we thought we knew about the first half of the season, and yet it also changes nothing. It's just... I, I can't explain it without spoiling anything, but it's just this... a really fascinating uh, twist and just another neat example of the unreliable narrator at the center of the whole show so i'm just i'm going to just mention it again because people should be watching the show it's good it sounds unbelievably clever just the whole show so i'm excited i do want to watch season one but season two are you watching it like as it airs like on usa yep okay see i don't have cable anymore so i would have to wait anyway but unless they do do they do like day after on USA or something like that. Uh, Some channels too. I don't know. Do. I think so. I don't either. Anyway. All right. Well, that that's all. Yeah. That's all you got. All right. Well, uh, uh, it's kind of a light week for me as well, but uh, I'm going to start with the film that I watched, <laughs> and then I'll mo- be moving into the show that I started watching. Um. So I went to go see Florence Foster Jenkins. Oh. Um. Uh, why are you laughing? It was a good movie. Um. Go it on. was. Not nearly as powerful as it should have been as a film. Like, there's, like, a really good, like, center and message I could have told to you this that, movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could have, because you just laughed at the whole idea of the movie. Yeah. And it was a good movie. I, I, I could have <laughs> told you it's not going to be that good as you think it is. Like, I didn't oh. think it was going to be great. Although... Still, you thought it was going to be better. 
Yeah, but yeah, still, I enjoyed my time so. with it. I enjoyed my time with it. Excuse me, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so it's like a it's a very powerful story um, that they just don't really capture what they could have, I guess, with it. Um, the acting performances are all good, though. Meryl Streep, of course, is Meryl Streep's like good in everything, even if she's not in a good movie. So. You could put her in anything, and she'd be like, hey, I'm still the best thing on screen. Fast and Furious 8. Fast and Furious 8. No, she's not. Is she really? I believe so. I mm, I have to look this up. Are you sure Helen Mirren? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Helen Mirren. Yeah, I got those two mixed up a lot. I gotta look this up now. Have you heard all the drama that's been happening behind the scenes on Fast (laughs) and Furious 8? Sounds pretty hilarious. It's rough. (laughs) Like... Oh, God. Anyway, uh, but Hugh Grant's character, who... This is a hard thing to complain about. Oh, yeah, it's like, right. never mind. Okay. This is a hard thing to complain about because it's based on a true story. <laughs> like, I can't really complain about this character because, like, he was a real person. But my main problem is that how the movie portrays him. Because he is not a good person at all. He does some pretty awful things in this movie. And then... But uh, I guess, yeah, by the end, it's the movie's like, hey, we, we forgive you for all those horrible things you did, even though he did nothing to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. Like, why does the movie make it out like he's a good guy? Like, I don't it, it seemed really weird to me. I'm like, it sounds like you're kind of glorifying some of the things that he did in this movie. Because it's a feel good movie. Uh, but uh, it's it was a, mm, it sat very poorly with me. But, um, yeah, other than that, it was a fine movie. I honestly don't see it winning any Oscars, except for I know Meryl Streep will be nominated because she's nominated for every movie she's in. Anyway. Well, nominated, but not. Nominated, but doesn't win, yeah. Yeah. Still. Uh, All right, and then that leads me to the show that I started watching. Uh, A show that I vowed I would never, ever watch. But I... I started, and it's uh, Supergirl. Oh. um, (laughs) Why? Because Because I was was morbidly curious. I was so, so morbidly curious. I'm like... Did you have, like, a a dull moment in your life? And you're like, man, I just really need to shake things up. It's not a terrible show. No, it's not. And that was the really surprising part. So, first impressions, first episode... I've never seen, an, like, just a exposition dump as big as the first episode of that show, like, the first five minutes. It's like, oh, my God, all right, oh, okay, oh, all right, yep, that's your mom, all right, that's your dad, okay, well, now you're going to Earth, oh, you're in the Phantom Zone. What's the Phantom Zone? Let's explain everything about the Phantom Zone for a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, not so great. But um, I'm, I think, six episodes in now. Uh... And I like it. I actually like it, surprisingly enough. Uh, It's really fun and just light. It's just like, it's the equivalent of a popcorn movie, but like Mm -hmm. a popcorn TV show. And it's like oddly inspiring in a way that's so over the top and cheesy that it's like, I know this is manipulating me into thinking this is inspiring when it's probably not. But if I don't love it, I just don't know what I do love. (laughs) Like... Um, 
It has definite flaws. Like, the sister, I can't remember her name. The actress who plays the sister is so just bad. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you noticed the same thing. I just, it's so melodramatic and over the top. Like, when the other characters are kind of that way. I mean, I didn't think she was that terrible, that noticeably terrible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just it stuck out to me. I'm like, you're the worst part of the show. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> yep. Is your dad watching this? Because isn't he? Like, My dad loves it? this. He's probably seen like every episode like twice already. Isn't he like Superman? Yeah, he, he loves so, Superman. So he's I don't like, really blame him. Let's go. I'm like, I, I read uh, Supergirl's New Fifty Two run, so those stories, and so I like I don't know that much about Supergirl. I know enough, though, I guess. How excited and, so, are you like, for Supergirl yeah. to be in Injustice 2? Really excited. It's just another, Although she's just going to be a skin just, of... Yeah, yeah as long as they make her moves different enough. No, they're yeah. not, though. They're not going to. And you know it. Anyway, it's just like having Zod, but just get Zod out of there, because Zod sucks. No, Zod. Um, what are you talking about? Zod has a completely different moveset, but we're going to move Zod on. Zod as a character is awful. I'm sorry. I'm That's... going to continue to say anyway. this. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, um... Uh, I got sidetracked. Now there were about... there are flaws in the show. Like I think the yes, right I... the writing agreed is a bit cheesy at times, and sometimes the I think the characters are pretty solid, but then the plotting can sometimes you know just not work. Like yeah. you got into the episode like I don't know how, how specific I want to get, but then yeah, there's don't like get too specific if I haven't gotten there. But have you seen the episode with like the train, the runaway train? I have not. Oh, okay. No. I thought that was one of the first, like, five or so. Anyway. It might be. I don't know. I don't I've only watched specific I don't know how many I've watched. I didn't count just, them. Like, but... <laughs> the plot doesn't make any sense. It will just, like, jump to, like, these really bizarre moments. I can't get into specifics. Right. That It's... It's, uh... Well, let me, let me just start here. Melissa Benoist, I think, is a great Supergirl. I yes. think she, like, embodies that character very well. By far the uh, best aspect of the show. And, like, the the one yes. thing that's, like, completely 100% solid. Like, yes, I agree. Have you gone to the Red Tornado episode yet? Yes, 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 yes. That yes. just, the episode's not that great as a whole. But. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. But just uh, the scene where uh, she's. Uh, defeating Red Tornado, she's just blasting him with her heat vision, and like she has like all this anger built up within her, like building up throughout the entire episode, and then she just like unleashes it all in like this powerful scream. It's just like yeah, it's 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 such a uh, powerful performance. Just in that yes. moment, I was just I, I was just blown away. I was like, this is like you know grade A level acting at this <laughs> yeah. grade C level show. <laughs> yeah, it is very grade C show. Uh, I think Jimmy Olsen's great. He's one of the better parts of the show. I would, I was, you know, concerned about him when like the first trailers came out because I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like the traditional Jimmy Olsen. Not even, not even based on race, just based <laughs> on you know, like stature. Like he's just like this. Oh, big, like he's a, he's like a man. He's like, you know, like, he's a hunk. Jimmy Olsen's usually like this wimpy nerd, and so, yeah. but he sold me on it because he had, yeah, has a really charming performance. Really great. Um. The special effects are, like, bad, but, like, TV bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're as good as TV's gonna get, really. <laughs> like, when you have a hero flying around and stopping these crazy things. The one thing that was, like, 
how is this even a thing that they allowed on television as uh, as a special effect? Is in the pilot, she like blows up the truck that the villain of the week was driving, mm-hmm. and like there are like gears flying past her. I'm like, is this in 3D? Like, what? None of this is real. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just think her performance is great. I think the writing is okay, and for real teared up a little bit at one of the episodes and i don't even remember what it was but it's just the music like the music the score is great like yep. it's powerful and it's emotional and i don't know i just think this is definitely the best live action adaptation of super oh, well, not... only because we have the uh <laughs> is it the 70s that movie that came out i think it came out in the 80s okay well we have that interpretation did that might have to be bad movie of the week some week we might have to get to that it's true oh god anyway (laughs) but yeah supergirl i actually really highly recommend it especially if you like dc and uh supergirl i don't know and i'm excited to know that superman's going to be in season two Mm -hmm. i am a little concerned that they're going to make it all about him though no it's only supposed to be in for like two episodes oh okay cool just so they don't have the stupid like is that Superman? Like the yeah, sun like there's face, like especially like, like later in the season, they have like a bunch gosh. of moments where it's like they're it's really awkward the way that they try to <laughs> include him but like, not include him. So yeah. I'm glad they're like you know getting it out there, and then you know, but then also like not letting him overshadow her. So yeah, I'm just right now the big question is like how are they gonna. Now that it's moving from CBS to the CW, how are they going to tie it into the yeah. other CW shows? Like, is it, That's it, it going to remain question. its own universe, or is it going to be? Well, Arrow, Arrow's going to happen there. You know it. Well, they they announced that there's going to be a crossover between all four of the DC shows on the CW. It's too much, but it's too <laughs> wait, much wait, wait, wait. So is that so? That's the Arrow, the Flash, Flash. Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Legends uh, of Tomorrow. I'm excited for Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I'm excited for it to come out, and I'm going to watch yeah, it. It's okay. It's... Do I have to watch Arrow and Flash first? Yes. Because, Darn like, it. the first half Arrow is of... so boring! The first half of Flash Season 2 and the first half of Arrow Season 4 is basically a lot of build-up for the Legends of Tomorrow team. I will say this. Arrow... It's Supergirl's way better than Arrow. How so? Arrow... I've never seen Supergirl. What, how much of Arrow have you watched? I watched, like three-fourths of the first season, I'm like, this is just so boring. I don't know if I can continue to watch this show. You gotta get to season two. Season two is Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. Question. Aaron. Yep. I've watched season one and season two, but now, in order to watch season three, don't I have to watch season one of Flash? You don't... Watch them concurrently, Like, if you want to... It depends. Do you want to watch The Flash at some point? I mean, yeah. Yes, but no. Like... uh, Eventually, I feel like I'll watch it, but I don't necessarily, like, have a draw to watch The Flash. Okay, well, mm. so, like, they have a few crossovers, but, yeah. like... Like, like I understand, like, oh, Felicity's going to whatever. Right, see. it's basically just, like, this character's gonna... Minor character's showing up on this show this week or whatever. Like, there's... in At least in the first season of Flash and third season of Arrow, there's nothing too big that you would need to watch both shows to at the same time to understand. But by the time you get to season two of Flash and season four of Arrow, then they're a lot more connected and it gets more complicated. But... Is, is season four have... on Netflix? 
Uh, I don't think it is. Not yet. It's not so, on Blu-ray yet. So I mean, I, I have time. It's I have season three of Arrow and season one of Flash on Blu-ray. I'm gonna have to like switch out the discs like over and over again. Just be like, all right, this episode, this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I'm going to watch them eventually because I do want to watch Supergirl in this universe. <laughs> I will say this: How many seasons of Flash are on Netflix? One, None. one so far. One. Oh, it's on Netflix? I the first season. That. The second one should be up soon. Okay. okay. But I, I, this is what I want to end Supergirl on, is that I forgot to make this point. It really is very inclusive for, like, it it's, creates good role models for women, like, young women, I'd say. Like, Supergirl, really, pow- like, strong character. Her sister's a really strong character, even though her actress is just not very good. Um, her boss, like, is Heck. awful, but Cat Grant, huh? Cat Grant, thank you. I can't remember her name ever. Um, and then even the main villain of the season, it looks like, uh, is is a female who's yeah powerful. What's her name? Female. I don't remember her name. Awful but yeah. human being or awful Kryptonian. So I just think that's a really good thing that a mainstream television show is doing. My problem is with Legends of Tomorrow is that they have both the brothers from Prison Break in it. Mm-hmm. And they're also making Prison Break Season 5. So I'm like, yeah, I really don't care about Legends of Tomorrow. I'll get back to Prison Break where you matter. <laughs> well, they're so, going to do both. So, oh, I, I, But I don't want to take it away from Prison Break. <laughs> so I'm a little salty. All right. With that, guys, let's move on to our casting of the Teen Titans movie. I have a good cast this week, I think. Um, it's definitely doesn't have as many joke castings as I did last week. I have some real choices here. But uh, Aaron, you usually go first, and then we go around to David. So let's yeah, just, Do you uh, want me to just tradition. continue going first? I can. Yeah, let's just continue the yeah, tradition. You, you just told me that it's a uh, live action, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't really Did you not cast it. as a live action? You'll, you'll be excited. Do you do you ever cast any movie like it should be casted, though? Because we had Jack Black's stomach playing a floating sun in the last one. So I'm not convinced you ever cast them normally. Anyway. David, you make this casting it, segment every week. Just yeah. keep it up. Keep what, please, Whatever keep you're up. doing. Whatever your rationale is. I don't, I don't care because it's amazing. <laughs> anyway. Aaron, who you got for Robin? Right. So for Robin, I have uh, Asa Butterfield. Oh my god, I picked Asa Butterfield too. Did you really? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! So there's not even a competition. Asa Butterfield wins, but let's just explain but it just, a little like, bit. The, the reason I thought of it, I was like, okay, based on his work in uh, Ender's Game, he kind of has that like mature yeah. leadership you know, demeanor about him. Oh, that actor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. this game is the one I immediately went to as well. And then, I don't know, he also has the forehead for the role. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he he has he like looks like Robin. Exactly, that's I'm what I'm like, saying. Alright, yeah, so I got that. David, who did you cast? Um, I cast Nick Jonas <laughs> to play Robin. <laughs> okay, it's not horrible. I mean... He has acting... When well, is he, has he, he acted acts. in something? He's in Scream Queens. Come on. And he's also in this new movie. It's not a good show. I saw two episodes. I hated it. 
Yeah. He's also in this new movie coming up, or I don't know if it's out yet, but it's like about the how he's in the frat and um how he just hazes the crap out of a whole bunch of people or he's being hazed. And hmm. like the whole fraternity and sorority community are like up in arms, like, that's not how it's supposed to be and I'm just like, Well, Nick Jonas is in this and then but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, Nick Jonas is in this. <laughs> so like I want no, Nick Jonas. I mean, I guess he looks the part, kind yeah. of. He's a little yeah. older than... I mean, I guess my... I didn't really cast teens. Mine are basically in the 18 to, like, 23 age yeah, range, see, basically, but... See, when I, um... Well, you guys were like, oh, it's live action. I was like, oh, because oh, I thought they, we were just going to, like, have an animated I'm thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh, Nick Jonas could just, you know, do a nice little voice, but... No, you'll, you'll, you'll see how I everything mean, ties together I, I as... I think he looks... He looks the role, but then I, I have nothing to judge him based on his acting talents. Uh, he was in the Jonas Brothers Disney Channel show, guys. Come he was on. also in the Jonas Brothers movie that was 3D. They do a that back- was a concert, a- though. Yeah, <laughs> but they do a backflip. Oh well, then he can do that. Exactly. He's got oh, some yep. gymnastics down. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Wait, 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 wait. As or- we keep going wait, through, as we keep going through, you'll see how. It just builds up more and more. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, who do you have for Starfire? Uh, this one, I think we're going to get pushed back from you, probably. But I cast uh, Chloe Grace Moretz as Starfire. What? <laughs> Aaron, who is Chloe Grace Moretz? I cast Chloe Grace Moretz in a different role. Oh. <laughs> but she's in this movie. <laughs> she's in this movie for sure now. Uh, David, have you seen uh, Kick-Ass? Uh, is she like the little girl? She's, she's girl. Hit girl. Hit girl? Yeah, okay. I know who it is now. And she was in the Carrie she remake. In, yes, uh, Neighbors 2. Neighbors 2. She's the lead in that. Well, one of the leads. But yeah, I just think... Okay. I don't know. She just has like that kind of enthusiasm about her. Like, it feels like that kind of like, you know, that alien sensibility where it, like, it's like Starfire is like always just like so excited about everything because everything's new to her on earth and yet she can also like switch immediately to like this really intimidating awesome role like as we see in like the uh kick-ass movies as hit girl so that's why i cast her can we just appreciate one of the best scenes in cinema history where hit girl comes in when kick-ass is like intimidating the thug or whatever and she just murders everyone in the room <laughs> like in horribly gruesome ways <laughs> so great um but see this is my problem with chloe grace moretz in that role is she seems too sarcastic for that which might make her perfect for a different role but we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> um my starfire is bella thorne do i know bella thorne uh she I was in alexander and the terrible horrible no good very bad day didn't see it uh, which is actually kind of good. I liked it. Um, she was in a Disney Channel show, the same Disney Channel show with Zendaya. Zendaya. Um, I don't know. My little sisters used to watch it. I mean, I, oh, I heard, I heard um, Zendaya was being considered being cast or whatever her name is. For... Well, she's already in the movie, she... but we don't know if she's Mary Jane or not. Yeah. The rumors are that she is, which I hope she is, because that would be great. But I hear people were all like salty, like. I mean, she's not a natural redheaded, but then you look at like the last <laughs> couple Spider-Man movies, and none of those yeah. ladies were natural redheads. And I'm just like, what? Not even Shailene Woodley, who they cast as Mary Jane, but wasn't even in the movie, was yeah. a natural redhead. Oh, oh uh, 
what's her name, Bella Thorne, was in the Scream TV show. That's oh, that's so something. I guess I don't so know if that's the best thing to me. judge her by. Uh, that's but. gonna lose it for me, just because that's the only thing you've seen her in. Um, anyway, let me make my case. In Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, um, she played the older brother's girlfriend, but like really uppity. Uh, uppity's a weird word. I don't know why I used uppity, <laughs> um, but very like high maintenance kind of girlfriend who had like the. I, I guess I just. I'm, Trying to find out a way how to describe this. Yeah, she had a very are. Starfire vibe to her. Um, wow, great! And then You're she awesome. also she's also in the Ratchet and Clank movie, guys. Um, she no plays... one saw that movie but you, Lacey. I know. You're like and the isn't only it, person in the entire country. The, isn't it just all the scenes it's from Ratchet called... and Clank put together? Was is it just what? Isn't it just all the scenes from the game of Ratchet and Clank put together? No, no. The, the scenes from the movie are put into the game. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Because there are all, all, extra scenes, guys. Anyway, <laughs> but she was good in that. I've lost this already, but I think Chloe Grace Moretz works better for a different no, character. No, it's we obviously want Demi Lovato to play Starfire. <laughs> Did you just cast Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato together? <laughs> She did great in Camp Rock. One, two, and three. It's not even gonna argue. I, Demi Lovato. I haven't seen uh, Camp Rock. It's okay, but you know, they originally wanted Selena Gomez, but Selena's like, nah, I don't want to do it. So they're like, oh, I guess we'll pull Demi Lovato, and she's like, okay, she's super like, because you know, Starfire's bubbly and happy. Should use bubbly. So. That's what I was looking for. Bubbly. Thank you. Bubbly. I, I just want to. Bubbly. I just want. <laughs> I just wanted to watch you struggle, Jake. Just let you know. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so yeah, again, I have nothing to judge Demi Lovato's no. acting talents by. But, so. Aaron, I I really want Chloe Grace Moretz in this movie, but I really want her as Raven. Yeah. I, I don't think Chloe Grace Moretz is bubbly enough to be Starfire. Well, Thank Demi you, Lovato is. Thank you. Demi Lovato is. Uh, no, I think I... I, I uh, like I said, I don't have anything to judge Bella Thorne by outside of those one scream appearance. But was she good in the show? <laughs> no one was good in that show. That show was just straight <laughs> trash. David, I, I'm torn because no one's going to move to me. And I, I, I'll move to you, Lacey. Just to, no, no, no. Uh, okay. Just... We got Bella Thorne in this. I made my case, but... So who do we got for Raven, Aaron? Alright, this is another one I might have to make a case for. Probably not gonna like it, okay. but I cast uh, Micah Monroe as Raven. I don't know who that is. She was the lead in uh, It Follows. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Ah. The main girl. Like, okay, so my argument is essentially just, you know, just the way... Her performance in It Follows just kind of has that, you know, just like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, just like there's that like, like heavy melancholic. burden. Yeah, like, it's like a melancholic, melancholic voice, but then it's also like there's like this heavy burden lingering there kind of thing. Because like in It Follows, she has to deal with, you know, the It following her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. But just... David? 
sorry. Oh, what was that holy crap about? You're screwed. <laughs> anyway. Uh, because it followed her the entire Oh, yeah. It, yeah. God, yeah. But just... It's master naming right there. So anyway. I just, I, I just kind of, like, saw shades of, you know, just Raven in that kind of, like, she's, like, that's this weird, like, calm character kind of thing, but then she also just has this huge demonic burden on herself because of her heritage and everything. So, I mean, right. that was my case. Well, I'm gonna cast Chloe Grace Chloe Grace Moretz as Raven. Freaking you. <laughs> yeah, I. You already did. No, I cast. I tried to cast her as Starfire. Yeah, no, but Jake's like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to be Raven though. So I'll just. Like, oh. Yeah. He just said really someone's sarcastic, which well, yeah, only one option really. Yeah, um, I feel like she has that kind of, because Raven. I mean, if we're, I don't know if we're going off of comics included or just the cartoon, but in the cartoon. Raven is one of the funniest parts of that whole show. Uh, I think Chloe Grace Moretz has the com- comedic chops, uh, especially from the kick-ass films. Um, I think she really is able to carry carry a joke. Um, also, by just doing it deadpan. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's my argument. David, who do you got for Raven? I chose Vanessa Hudgens to play Raven. I'm because... choosing a theme here. <laughs> Yeah. See, as, as I, <laughs> Disney channels. As I told you, like as you hear more and more, it's just gonna build up. Because Vanessa Hudgens has been in. Has <laughs> been in. You okay. She's been in other movies besides Disney Channel movies, and she can play that um, depressed, like, like um, Spring Breakers. She she was in. Um, You're right. She was in that train wreck they were, movie. They were. She was in another one. Where she played a hooker, and w- with Nicolas Cage, and what was it called? Nicholas. A Frozen Ground. Yeah, Frozen Ground, which was really weird because there's a lot of hookers in it. And I watched it with um, my dad and my eighth grade teacher. So like, strange. It's very is, strange. That's the story. Also strange that you're watching movies with your eighth grade teacher to begin with. <laughs> Um, yeah, my dad is friends with him. Whatever, but oh, she's she also... was in Sucker Punch. Yeah, I was just gonna say Sucker Punch. Yeah, I'm just reading her Sucker Wikipedia Punch and all, but... guys, Grease Live. Come on, and we know she can act because in Grease Live, before she was supposed to go on, yeah, um, she found out that her um, father had passed away. away. Yeah, yeah. and so they were like, "Oh, you want to understudy to do it?" She's like, "Nope," and like pulled it together and. Didn't she do pretty okay in Grease Live? I didn't see it. I didn't see it either, but apparently, like, she was... Did not let it get to her. Like, she was committed to her character. So, like, we know she can act. She can play the sad, depressed, but also, uh, she can pull jokes. Vanessa Hudgens, she's got a whole arsenal of acting in her belt. Let's just get her her out. (laughs) She's also going to be the lead in the new DC comic sitcom on NBC this fall, Powerless. Yeah. I've not seen anything for it. Does it look good? No, they good? haven't released a trailer for it yet. So okay. Isn't uh, Abed from yeah, Community? Yeah, he's in it as well. Yeah. Well, I'll watch it just for him. I do love me some Abed. Yeah, um, is Community on Netflix? No. Hulu. It's on Hulu. See, this is what yeah. I'm talking about. Whenever someone else besides Netflix gets an exclusive, it's always so yeah. frustrating. Hulu is worth it, though. I would say Hulu is worth the price of admission. 
Um, All right, mo- moving on. Anyway, not right, right down with that. Right, right they're getting rid of their. What? They're getting rid of their next day service on Hulu. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just had to make that come. Oh, I, I mean, they have like every season of every television show ever. So I mean, it's anyway. Getting back it. to Raven. Yes. So just right now, Vanessa Hudgens, we can move on. I'm, I might have to move on to Aaron's actually. Well, I mean, I that's mean a really we are. Choice. Didn't we already cast Aaron's character? Like, like the your girl. Character, no. girl? They see pick what? Then did, did we already cast? Jacob's... No. Yeah, did we already cast Hit Girl or no? No, Lacey no. okay. is arguing uh, for Chloe Grace, Chloe Grace. as yeah. Raven right now. And but... Aaron argued her for Starfire. Aaron, who'd you I... have for, for Raven again? I can't uh, remember Michael Monroe. Thank you. I just think Chloe Grace Moretz is more of a... She's, like, sarcastic, but she's also more of a bubbly person. Whereas I think I, I think Michael Monroe is also a bubbly person in real life, but then just well, right. follows, yeah. we see just that kind of despair kind of thing. Alright guys, there. Beast Boy. Mine's just kind of a uh, a cheat pick, because I went with Tom Holland. <clears throat> just gonna... <laughs> I almost cast Tom Holland as <laughs> as uh, Robin. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just gonna steal him from the Marvel people. Just yep. steal him, because... Spider-Man, David. Yeah. New the, Spider-Man. Ah. The new Spider-Man. Yeah, there you go. Uh. <laughs> Cause no, I mean that's a fine Spider-Man choice. Spider-Man and that. Beast Boy have similar personalities, so it's, yeah, it's, I agree. And he looks the part, and he did a good job as Spider-Man. So, I'm just well, I, I casted uh, Nat Wolf in as oh. Beast Boy uh, from Fault in Your Stars, Paper Towns. Um, I think he's better in Paper Towns than he is in Fault in Your Stars. Fault in Your Stars—that's the name of our. <laughs> <laughs> Name of our, that wolf, uh, if you want to join Fallen Your Stars, you're, you're welcome. Please, if you want to be on this podcast, just <laughs> tell us. I mean, we'll include you. Um, what, if, what if he just isn't a good, like, podcast personality, though? Are we still going to include Oh, I, he is. Like, just watching him in interviews, like, he's he's a funny right. guy. Um, I think Nat Wolf has, has the... Uh, I don't know who's a better... I'll take his character in Paper Towns, I guess. Uh, he has that playfulness to his character um he has kind of a you know i'm like cool but i'm also a nerdy funny guy but he can also get to those serious roles like uh or to those serious moments you know he's trying so desperately to find uh margo you know i don't know i just feel like that works no i like that book but all right let's hear david's yeah david who you got for us i think disney channel person (laughs) You know, Kevin Jones got married, and I think he needs to get back out there. <laughs> and he needs to play Beast Boy. <laughs> Way too old at this point. He's like no, 33. You, you do know some green Titans. Well, because I thought, remember, I thought it was going to be just okay, like, yeah, it's so he could just voice him. Well, but, yeah, now, but... but now I can see Kevin was the hairiest out of all of them, so he could just have the facial. Because <laughs> he was like five years older than both of them. <laughs> So oh, then just yeah. put some green face paint on him, call it good. Some fangs. He's got the slick hair. He can do it. All right. Well, I'm going to agree with uh, Lacey. I'm sorry, Derek. That <laughs> is our beast boy. Now, guys, how about uh, Cyborg? All right. So I went for Cyborg. I went with uh, Shamik Moore, who was the – he played the lead role in uh, Dope. Ooh. Okay, yes, I've seen Dope. Yes, Dope. I keep forgetting I've seen that. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I just think, you know, he, again, has, like, that fun, you know, playful personality kind of thing. He can do the nerdier stuff as well, you know, to hang out with our nerdy beast boy. And then, <laughs> but then, like, he also can, like, deal with, like, those serious, like, in Dope, he's, like, dealing with, like, these serious, uh, you know, questions about, like, his identity, like, who he is as a person, kind of, like, the struggle of, of who he is, but... And so that's like ties into what Cyborg has to deal with, you know, just being like a man and machine kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to take you guys on a little trip down memory lane for this pick. Have you guys ever seen the show Ned's Declassified School Survival Oh, no. <laughs> Daniel Curtis Lee. He played Cookie in the show, but he has been in other stuff. He's, he's in The Year of the Worst. He's, uh, he, uh, I forget the lead female's name. The character's character's name? name. Yes. Uh... Anyway, her, her, like, uh, like, God, what am I looking for? Like, the person she manages. One of her clients. Which, which one? Which one of the Like, the main one. The main one? Really? Yes. Yeah, that's him. That's him? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, that leads me to believe, you know, he can be the nerdy guy, he was Cookie, and he can also be, you know, serious rapper, who also can uh, deliver some good lines. Daniel Curtis Lee, for your consideration. Don't you mean bars? Because he's a rap. Oh yeah, some bars. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. David, who do you have? I need, I think you guys need to see this too, I need Joe Jonah. All right. Well, I'm already not going with Joe Jonas. <laughs> On a uh, moral principle. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I hope everyone under- listening to this understands David's only joking. Because he did think this was animated. So you have to give him that. Um, my, my entire cast, <laughs> cast has always been a joke every single time. So Yeah. So, I mean, get angry at him, Internet. That's what you do best. You little jerks anyway <laughs> who are we going with for cyborg i like dope okay D- aaron you're not gonna move to uh well if david's agreeing with me then <laughs> oh, why fine. would i What's move his name again? <laughs> I-, I can't remember his name jameek moore i you're gonna have to i, I don't know how it's oh crap what no i like the third jones brother i was thinking i could have done mr mosby from it's sweet life and zach cody but <laughs> But you gotta get the Disney Channel cast. Oh, of course. Anyway, let's move on to Slade. Who do we got for Slade, guys? Alright, so... I actually cast this guy because of his presence in the Don't Breathe trailer. So that is Stephen Lang, who plays the blind guy in Don't Breathe, as well as... Okay. But I just... He looks the part. He has that that white beard. He has that, you know, old guy who's also just, like, this really tough, intimidating dude. So I was like, yeah. he can pull off those uh, action scenes still, even yeah. though he's... I don't, I don't know how old he is in real life, but he's, has the, he has the gray beard and everything. Yeah, that's a good choice. But can we just mention the fact that there is, like, a 50-year-old man constantly fighting teenagers and losing. <laughs> like, just constantly getting destroyed by these kids like he can't <laughs> defeat them 
it's it's just I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Slade. Um, all right, so my choice for Slade is Willem Dafoe. Um, Aaron's oh. thinking about it. He's mulling it over. Uh, I think he has a very gravitating screen presence. Uh, whether he's in um, the Spider-Man films or I'm blanking on the other one I'm thinking of. <laughs> his entire I'm blanking career. On his, career. Just... his entire career is just the Spider-Man movies. That's that's it. That's all he's been in. God, what is the name of that movie? <laughs> now I've got to look it up. But anyway, he's another thing as well. But I think he... No. Huh? No, not Boondock Saints. Scroll. <laughs> Fault in our stars. Fault in our stars. We already talked about the movie. How did I not remember the name? Of oh, things? okay. Yeah, um, he plays the author. He plays the writer. Um, he he's very intimidating in that film. Um, and I think he he has the the desperate like the desperation uh in his voice <laughs> and, and like just. The creepiness as well. Because, I'm sorry, Willem Dafoe, you're a beautiful man, but you're also just a tinge creepy. <laughs> like, you can you can do it way too well. He's playing the demon in the Death Note adaptation. That was great casting. Just, <laughs> I just can't believe that's a real thing that's happening. <laughs> hey, Matt Wolf. Um, Matt Wolf's going to be in that too. Is he really? Yeah, he's the lead. I didn't even hear that. That is awesome. I'm actually that's pretty awesome. excited for that movie. Me too. I like Death Note. It's good. Um... Anyway, Willem Dafoe. David, who do you have for Slade? I chose Hugh Jackman. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. that's right. I mean, why not? Hugh Jackman. He, he, has, like that, he has the intimidating... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always gets shredded for his role. We know that. How old is Hugh Jackman at this point? Like, 50? Remember, you thought he was, I like, 70-something, like but he's, like, 50-something. <laughs> He's and, like forty something. He's he's not even fifty. And, and Jake goes Deathstroke. Deathstroke isn't even fifty, is he? He's pretty old. Yeah, I would say he's above fifty. Oh, Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke's pretty old. Wait, the real question is: I'm looking through all of Hugh Jackman's movies, and he's in Chappie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doing Chappie? He's he so was horrible. one of the only good parts in the movie. No, he's so terrible. <laughs> Was, was like, he he's not carrying around this football and he's like, oh, I hate machines because I'm a big manly jock dude. Fine, fine. He's only good in the movie because I like Hugh Jackman and want him to be good in everything. Let's let me clear that one up for a second. Chappie's so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I was just, whenever I see the, like that trilogy of movies in the Blu-ray case, I'm like, you can slowly watch a man's career descend into nothingness. <laughs> yeah, maybe Alien 5 will bring him back. Uh, no. Hugh Jackman, though, guys. Come on. Alright, who do we got? I don't Hugh know Jackman. if Hugh Jackman has the... Has like a He's dark got the voice, though. Voice. I don't think he has Hugh the Jackman's voice. too likable, is my problem. Yeah, he's not menacing enough, I don't think. Like, he's intimidating as Wolverine, but that's different from like, that villainous... Do you see that man with, like, with his shirt off? Like, that is intimidation. I mean, like, that villainous, menacing voice. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, the villain. Like, he's intimidating, but, like, a good guy intimidating. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know who Who'd I, you pick who again, I, Aaron? I picked uh, Stephen Lang. That's right. Although I did want to go with Ron Perlman, but then I found out he was actually the guy who voiced him in the show. Yeah, he voiced him, yeah. And I was yeah. like... Can I do that? Is that is no, that allowed? 
I mean, he looks the part, looks and the he has part. the voice. I mean, he's so awesome, Andy. He did the voice. I didn't even know that until like yesterday. Oh my I god, said, I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. I, so I was like immediately look up clips on YouTube. I was like, oh my god, it's Ron Perlman. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to. I'm gonna move to yours, Aaron Scott Lang. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Scott, Scott Lang, Lang is, is Ant Man. Sorry. Ant-Man. <laughs> and not the actor playing Ant Man. The no, character. Nope. Nope. Let's just have Ant Man get into this film. All right, guys. <clears throat> now we're going to our final role, Tara. Who we got for Tara, guys? I picked. Uh... Question. Question. Yes. Um. When did Tara come into Teen Titans? Was it later in the show? Season two or three. Season two. Season Season two. two, Because, like, I was looking at this list, and I was like, who the heck is Tara? Like, I don't don't remember her. And then, like, I looked her up. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, all these, like, you know, scenes that come running back. But, like, just completely forgot about her, which is kind of sad. But that's, like, one of the most iconic uh, Teen Titans storylines is when she infiltrates the group and then betrays them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, yeah, all this crap happened and stuff. <laughs> all this crap happened, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, did she, did she end up, like, coming back to him? No, like, no. you think she dies at some point, and then, like, the the final episode, they, like, there's, like, this girl that shows up who looks exactly like her, and Beast Boy thinks it's her, but then it doesn't turn out to be her, and then they were going to explore that in season six, but then they got canceled. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Poor Teen Titans. She was going to be coming back in season six, but... Teen Titans is so good. Sorry. Is that on Netflix? No, no, it's not. Gotta get them DVDs, bro. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Um, Maybe I'll do that. Anyway. Yeah, Teen Titans is great. But my Aaron. casting choice for Tara was uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who was the uh, lead in The Witch... Okay, so I know, yeah, I know she, she was, was the eldest daughter I I've seen in her The in Witch. Anything, well, she hasn't, I don't know if she's done anything else beyond that. Like, oh, she has okay. a couple movies coming up. She's going to be in that M. Night Shyamalan film split that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. But, man, right. I don't want to get too spoilery about her performance in The Witch, her yeah, role in Please the movie. Don't. But just, I don't know. She looks the part, and then she just has that. I, I can't really say anything about what's okay. spoiling. <laughs> right. Well, my choice is uh, Elle Fanning. Um, I almost went with Elle Fanning, but I was yeah. like, I already cast her in a different movie. Oh, yeah, I just reuse people all the time for some reason. I mean, I, um, I would too, but I'm just saying, like, I want... Yeah. Give other actors yeah. different... Yeah, I gotcha. Um, but I think Elle Fanning really works. Uh, she has, like, the... So, like, the childlike wonder about her when you first meet her in the series. Um, and when you see that in, like, Super 8. Uh, and then, again, I've not seen the Neon Demon, but from everything I saw from the Neon Demon, like I said, they had an all-out marketing campaign. I cannot believe that movie did not perform better. Um, it wasn't, like, in I, any theaters, though. No, that was its problem, I think. I would have went to go see it if it was, me like, too. anywhere near me at all. It's going to um, be on DVD soon. Yeah. But from that, she looks like she can do serious roles. Again, I haven't seen it, but just from trailers. And, and like, darker role, too. Like, like her career shows yeah. that transition yeah. from the lighter to the darker. 
David, who do you have? I went back to my roots. Oh, no. Ashley Tisdale. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> I could see just Ashley just throwing around big humps of concrete and dirt. Because that, that was ter- obviously Terra's power, right? It's like, yeah. control the earth. Oh, yeah. Just making sure. I could just see Ashley just, like, doing it, man. You got to stay with the... How old is Ashley Tisdale at this point? Well, okay. like I mean, not that old, but... Oh, wow. I think that would be my guess. Oh, I also exclusively... No, not 35. What did I say 35? Wait. <laughs> Never mind. I also David. cast all three of the Jonas Brothers because, like, they all were made in a band. And, like, they they had, like, this little side thing with this little brother. And he's like, yeah, like, I want to be an actor. But his acting career never took up. So I thought that it'd be funny if you cast, like, all the three brothers got an acting <laughs> wow. and not him. So... Just then, malicious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, actually, his name was, like, was uh, 31. 31. Oh, I was kind of close. Which is, I don't know, too old. Way too old, yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Especially for Terra. Yeah, yeah. Because Terra right. is supposed to be like this very uh, young. young girl, like easily manipulated kind of thing. What's the word I'm looking for? Manipulative. Well, that's not the exact word I was looking for because I came up with that, but yeah. No, I don't think <laughs> you yeah. said she's e- easily manipulated. Nah, I'm, I don't even know what we're well, saying. Aaron, I said I she's easily manipulated, but manipulated is not the word I was looking for. <laughs> if I was looking for... I meant, I meant she is manipulative. I don't think Tara is as a character. Well, uh, kind of, yeah, I suppose. A little yeah, bit. I mean... But she's also manipulated herself. You know, true. by by Slade, but then she manipulates manipulates the Teen Titans. It's a, it's a circle. And anyway. so, what's, it, what's it? The cycle of sc- screaming... I don't remember. From How I Met Your Mother? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. I like Elle Fanning. I almost went with Elle Fanning, so I can easily get on Elle that. Fanning? Especially since I can't explain my choice very well without spoiling The Witch, which I don't want to do right. because it's still one of my favorite films of the year. It's still new, you know? You and can't really still new. take it. Alright, so who do we have directing this joint? Uh, I went with some... I don't know if you guys are going to know who this is, but I went with uh, Joe Cornish. Who directed a movie called uh, Attack the Block, which was it's on it's on the list. It's on the list. Okay, it is. It is. Yes, it is. But it's just it uh, stars uh, John Boyega from Force Awakens. That's why I remember it so much. Yeah, that was like his breakout role, and it's basically just about this group of like uh, young teens in like this urban city in uh, England, somewhere in England, probably London, I think. And they just have to, like, defend their apartment complex from this alien invasion. So I think he just can handle that uh, team dynamic. Like okay. The, the teen team dynamic and also, you know, that, that high-octane action kind of thing. The super CGI effects action. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, my choice, Aaron, I, I know you're going to go with it. I know you will. <laughs> is uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller... I think they're a great choice. They, uh, they're, they're two of my favorite directors. I mean, they hit after hit for them. Uh, like, all their hit. movies are just great. And they're great. Uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street, Lego movie. Lego movie. Even Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is great. Yeah, yeah. Did they do the sequel? No. Okay, good, because the sequel's not good. No. And I don't want them to tarnish their reputation like that. Um, 
But yeah, and they're working on the Han Solo movie, so they're going to have a little bit of practice, uh, you know, doing uh, uh, special effects stuff like that. And I just think their comedic writing and directing is great. So I think they'd work really well. I almost went with them, but then I was like, they're pretty busy. You know, they are busy. They're pretty they are. busy, and they're also... I think they're just writing the animated Spider-Man movie that Sony's trying to do. So I was like... Yeah, already... yeah, I don't know that they're But directing. I already tried to steal Tom Holland away from Sony <laughs> and Marvel, so... You can steal them, too. But anyway... <laughs> God, I have so. David, who you got? I chose Jamie Walter. Okay. What is he directed or she? Nothing. He just, um, the Arkham Asylum. The video game. He was the director of the Arkham Asylum video game? I believe so. He's part of, he's part of Rocksteady. And I was like looking, I was looking through my library. I was like, man, I love the Arkham games. I was like, (laughs) you know what? That's a great game. I bet he can do a great movie. Bam, like, done. I the don't Arkham... think they translate. But, well, yeah, but the, I, I mean, the Arkham games are great comic book, you know, a great celebration of the comic book material. But as Lacey said, I don't know if you can make the leap from video game director to film director that easily. Why not, Aaron? I mean, they tried, but kind the of different of skill better. sets. Yeah. Really? Like, that movie's, like, put on hold now. Like, not entirely different, but different enough. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I think. Anyone else want to join me on that rock? People haven't seen Attack the Block, so I probably can't even... No. You people. (laughs) You people. (laughs) You people. That's how I always dismiss people when they haven't seen good movies. (laughs) I'm just like, you people. Alright, let's read off this cast. We got Asa Butterfield as Robin... Uh, we got Bella Thorne as Starfire. Yeah, Bella Thorne. I won that one for you. <laughs> um, we've got Mika, Micah, Micah Monroe yep. as Raven. Uh, then we have Nat Wolf as Beast Boy. And then I can't remember his name. What uh, was his Shemeek name? Moore. Shemeek Moore, thank you. And then we have Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Lang as Slade, not Scott Lang. And then Elle Fanning as Tara and uh, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller as the directors of this film. I think this is our first movie where I would, like, legitimately be 100% hyped for this cast and director. Yeah, that's that's a pretty... Yeah, screw you guys. The Jonas Brothers did more than just make great <laughs> albums. <laughs> All right. I haven't so now, seen guys. the Jonas Brothers act in anything, so I don't know. <laughs> You're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. All right, guys. Now we're going to be moving on to the bad movie of the week. David, you have the movie this week. What you got for us? Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Garbage day! Huh? No! Um, have I said, would you rather? Has that been one of my movies? No, I I haven't seen this, but I've seen it in the Netflix list. It is in the Netflix queue. So. Take us away. To a world of mystic magic, David. Would, would you rather is a horror, quote unquote, horror film, okay. and it's literally a game of would you rather in a movie. It's just like this million, like this millionaire gets all these people. And wait, am, am I allowed to spoil these? Am I? Yeah. Oh yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so like this millionaire just gets all these people who are like in super desperate need of money into this house and then 
he's like, oh yeah, like eat dinner, and then like the, like they have all the steak and stuff, and this one guy's like, I'm a vegetarian, and he's like, will you will you eat that steak if I give you a hundred dollars? He's like, no. He's like, if I give you five hundred dollars, he's like, yeah. So he's like, and then he starts eating the steak. He's like, ha, see, money can make you guys do anything. And then all of a sudden it segues into, like, them starting to, like, torture each other. Which, what, like, there's only, like, three things. And, like, people get, start getting killed off real simple. It's like, oh, you got hit by, like, a, like an African beating stick, which was literally a, a wooden, like, stick. It wasn't, like, it, it was like a, it was like a back of a broom handle, I swear. It was weird. I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing, like, specific. Like, why do you have to be so specific about this? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> if you but, weren't uh, gonna make the prop, why would you? <laughs> yeah. But um, but basically, like, if he, the movie features around this one girl who um, her played by Brittany Snow, which is surprising. Sure. And um, I'm on her, the Wikipedia. Yeah. Who's Brittany Snow? Uh, she's in uh, uh, gosh, what's it called? Pitch Perfect. She's the blonde-haired one. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is all these um, well her little brother is like dying of like some some sickness and like needs money for treatments so this is why she goes to the dinner because like all these people get funneled through this one doc so like they all go to this one doctor and like all these people who are like super desperate for like money like the doctor like gives the names of these people to the millionaire and then he just like brings them and so that's how it is and then like midway through the movie the doctor's like man i found my morals i can't kill off all these people and then like oh. he like breaks into the house but like gets shot like right when he walks through the window it's like oh i'm gonna get in gonna... and then all of a sudden like there's literally a guy standing there bam dead i'm like wow you did great like good job like your morals probably feel a lot better now and then like and then basically you know like start getting killed off one by one and then there's like three people left and then this one guy um He's like, oh, like, oh, like, I have a fear of, like, losing my eyesight, like, because I guess that he has, like, a file on everyone and their deepest fears, which, mm-hmm. I don't, like, doesn't really explain. How does one obtain that? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe from, maybe from the doctor. I don't know. But, like, his fear was, like, because um, basically if you don't do the dare, like, you die. Or, like, mm-hmm. would you rather? Like, if, if you don't choose between two options, you die. And would then, you so, rather... Would you rather, like, kill the person to your this. left? Or, like, kill, or, like, it was, like, one of them, like, they had a car battery. He was, like, would you rather electrocute yourself or electrocute this, like, 90-year-old grandma who can't walk? And, like, so, like, or people all hurt. Or, or, and if you don't choose either, then, like, they kill you. So he's, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, one guy's, like, valiant. I'm gonna do it to myself. And then there's this one girl who's just, like, no one likes at all. She, she goes, and, like, snaps to the grandma and then kills the grandma. I was, like, oh, God. They just, then everyone's, like, you're my god you're just killed and she's like she's going anyway i'm like wow this got brutal quick and then <laughs> but yeah but like top like there's three left and then um and like there's some they try to escape and like a couple of them got killed and brought them back in and the main the main um <laughs> guy the main villain was like oh don't try to escape again or else you'll never get any money because i'm like oh you're still playing he's still gonna give them money yeah at this point what (laughs) just gotta preserve um, the integrity of the game he does (laughs) and so as i said earlier like one guy like supposedly has a fear of like losing his eyesight so he has to take a razor blade and like slice his eye open oh and and, and, like 
too far. Well, that's what it is. And, and literally, it's just, he just opens up his, and is like, sting! And then there's like just a little red drop. Uh, and he's just like, ah! He starts, starts going like, too far. <laughs> and then so, so then like the, the rest of the movie literally just has a hand on his eye. Because like, they didn't want to pay any more to get extra blood or something. I, I, whatever. And then, yeah, that makeup's expensive, you know? Yeah. That very simple makeup yeah. technique. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And then um, this one girl has a fear of drowning, but and so she has to be like held in a bucket of water for like eight minutes or something, which this... is like completely unrealistic. But she this... survives because she's the main character. Go on, Jacob. This yeah. doesn't sound like a game of Would You Rather at all. It just sounds like a game of We're gonna force you to do these awful things. It just sounds like Saw, but like was... under the guise that yeah, it's I was a game gonna get to it. I was like, rather. I was gonna say that this sounds like a poor man's imitation of the Saw franchise. Yeah, but, which is already not great to begin with. Outside the first movie, it's okay. the poorest man's. To hurt yourself or to kill. So then basically the movie ends But I mean, that's with... what the Saw franchise does. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Once they got way too convoluted like... and stupid. Just watching some of those death traps that they have in Saw, it's like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah. This is utterly uncomfortable. Like, I don't feel happy watching this. I've never Ooh. seen any of the saws. Can't relate. I, I've not seen the full things. I just... Oh, I, I've like, seen... I like these. I've seen all of them. I'm, I'll, I'll see the eighth one when it comes out. Yep, sure will. When High School Musical 4 comes out alongside of it. Gotta do it. Yeah. Anyway. So, movie finishes <sighs> up with... Um, Two characters left. The ma- the guy who sliced his eye open, okay, and then the main girl who like survived the drowning, who really didn't get hurt at all. Like throughout the entire movie, she who should be dead. Let's just dead. be honest at this point. And um, what happens is like he goes, okay, would you rat? So he goes, you can kill. He sets down a gun. He's like, you can kill the guy, like your friend, like the the other guy who got his eye sliced open. So like, you can kill this guy. And take the money and walk out of here scot free. Or you both will walk out right now. And then well, I don't know what that that's what the the dude goes and he goes and then the guy with his eyes sliced open is like, oh my god, like let's go, like shoot him, shoot like the evil guy in the face and like kill him and we can leave and blah 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 and like before you like even stop, bam, kills him. She so she kills her friend that she's been trying to protect, who's been protecting her the entire time, taking all the meetings for, her, just kills him. And then, and then all of a sudden she just and the guy the evil guy is like laughing like Whoa, why are you putting he's... evil in quotations <laughs> this man is what? entirely evil in every way I don't know and then so then she gets she gets the big bag of money walks home like showers and and then it's like oh where's my like where's my brother like I can't well, opens up his room committed suicide because he didn't want to be a burden on his sister movie's done oh my god. Yeah. Well, that was a nice pregnant pause, guys. <laughs> I. That, wow, that's an awful end. That's a really terrible. So she, ending. so she did all this stuff, kill, killed this guy, got all his money, and he's like, "Yep, I'm dead. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a burden on you." I was like, "Wow." That's. I might have to watch this. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> Just to see how awful it really is. And then also, like, the evil, the main evil guy is, like, a son who's trying to, like, show about, like, 
yeah, like it's all about the game. It's all about the game. The guy just wants to like the son just wants to like hurt people. It's real weird. Yeah. All right. This sounds exactly like a poor man's ripoff of the soft. Yeah, it does. Like not the son. He, Jigsaw like doesn't have a son, man. but his yeah. apprentice is like that whole thing. But yeah, that that's not a good thing. No. Don't be the poorest man. Saw imitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go watch. Would you rather? Don't watch. Would you rather? Please don't. Would you Please rather? Don't. Watch I, I might have to now, David. <laughs> sure. It's it's right up Aaron's alley, honestly. So yeah, and I it was do. it was short. It's I love Netflix. Some, uh, terrible one star Netflix horror films. I All know. right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to move on? I'm just assuming it has one star. But yeah. Oh, it probably does. Alright, now guys, we're going to be moving on to The Fault in Your Stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. Your music's bad and you should feel bad. This week, I have the uh, the reviews. I have three. Oh. I'm going to... Yeah, they're going to start from, like, best review to worst review. And I think you... You need them because I'm not sure you'll be able to get this, but I'm hoping. Yeah. Alright, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> Two stars. Most of the people I talk to absolutely adore this movie, some of which claim that it's better than Ocean's Eleven. Two things. First and foremost, Pause. it is even... Aaron, it's Ocean's what? Twelve. Got it. <laughs> Two things. First and foremost, it is even half as good as Ocean's Eleven. The script is far less humorous, though it has its moments. The chemistry between the characters is as smooth, the action isn't as cool, and most importantly, the directing just isn't good. That's that one. Any uh, any thoughts so far, or no? Right Ocean's now, 12, like David said. Nailed it's either, it. Ocean's 12 that, is so terrible, though. It's either that, or the Spongebob movie, because <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just got a good feeling. Okay, so now, half a star... A bleep, their bleep, a bleep stain on the underwear of the remake world. Not worth a star and lacks the charm of the original. And then in one strange moment of madness, bizarrely, the characters acknowledge the existence of the original movie. Alright, and now we're going to move on to the final review. One star. Yet another case of the Americans mistakenly believing that they can do it better than everyone else. This film falls well short of the original, just as a majority of other U.S. remakes do. Face facts. Kath and Kim was deplorable. Sanford and Son was dismal. The Office went on too long. And Blank was simply insulting. When will the U.S. learn that they are not the center of the universe? That they often can't do a better job, and that they'd get far more from importing something worthwhile than from ripping it off, gutting it, and falsely presenting it as their own idea. So it's a remake of it's a American remake of a, no of a foreign film, um, an foreign American film. remake of a foreign film, comparable to Ocean's Eleven, so possibly a heist film. Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. Mm, I mean, you that, tell I me. Agree. They see. I mean, just just tell me what it is, and then I'll guess. Look, one uh, no, I'm getting... One minute. Mm. I'm trying to think of what remakes. 
<laughs> this was a remake I forgot to mention when we were talking about good remakes. Oh yeah, it is a good movie. Is it Tet? Is it Tet? Wait, so this, so the the American movie is good. The American movie is good. The British movie might be. Good both too, are but... both are good. I think the original is better, but. So it's not ten great foreign films with horrible U.S. remakes. Crap! You can't look it up. That's not how the game works. Oh man! Don't so play. I, I so, so like me to read the first review. I think the first review is the most helpful. Right, let's hear that one again, and Aaron starts spitballing off me. Okay. Start right. throwing freestyle rap. Two stars. Most of the people I talk to absolutely adore this movie, some of which claim that it's better than Ocean's Eleven. Two things. First and foremost, it is even half as good as Ocean's Eleven. The script is far less humorous, though it has its moments. The chemistry between the characters is as smooth. The action isn't as cool. And most importantly, the directing just isn't as good. I don't know any, like, films that have been remade. Like, that's up here. You took a foreign film class, Aaron. Not that kind of foreign film. I'm sorry. Don't, don't think of it as, like, a foreign film. Like, it is, but it's, like, a British film. Well, that's what I figured. I mean, it it is foreign. Is it Kingsman? Kingsman wasn't a remake. It's not a remake. That's a comic. Any thoughts at all, guys? Can you give us a hint or something? Is that allowed? Um, I, I mean, I can give you a hint if you guys well, want it, to take a guess. Well, first. Aaron, is it is it by the they mentioned Ocean's Eleven specifically? So is, is it in that time period? That time period. When was Ocean's what? Eleven? Do you want the director? Remake? I guess. When was Ocean's Eleven made as well? Can I look that the up? The remake, probably like the two thousands, two thousand one, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right on two thousand one. Oh. Hey, let me get you the uh, director real quick. I want to make sure I say his name right. Alright. F. Gary Gray is the director oh, okay. of this film. Okay, so he... He's the guy that directed Straight Out Compton, right? Yes. And he's going to direct Fast Date. What else did he direct, though? Fast Date is a good... comparison to this film, I suppose. Went like new Fast and Furious movies, I guess at least. But it's not a Fast and Furious movie. It was like new Fast and Furious before Fast and Furious. Law abiding oh, citizens. Cars. <laughs> cars are yes involved. Do you want the lead? Yeah. Mark this... Wahlberg. Is it uh the Italian job? It is the Italian job. Oh, you got it after two clues. I should have thought of that sooner, but I didn't I guess I didn't know that was a British film originally. Have you not seen the original Italian no. Job? Oh my God! With Michael Caine, you need to see this. And Noel Coward. Michael Caine is in the original. It has I one of my seen favorite the remake. Have you right. seen uh, the? The ending is not the same. The ending of the original is yeah, one of my I heard favorite about this. film endings ever. It's great. I think I might have seen parts of the original, but not the whole film. You should really watch it. It's really great. Um, yeah, actually, watched The Italian Job, the 2003 version again. Didn't include it in my recently watched because didn't want to, like, put it in your guys' head. But um, it, it is good. It's it's not as good as the original. Um, 
but it has a lot of great moments. Uh, it has like an all-star cast before this cast was even like recognized for the most part. I mean, Jason Statham before he was ever really big. Uh, Charlize Theron before she was ever the superstar that she is now. I Isn't guess. Is Seth Green in it? Seth Green is in it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which is just oh, Seth Green. <laughs> What's happened? I mean, Mark Wahlberg, uh, most deaf is in it as well. Um, and oh, Edward Norton is the yep. villain. I vaguely remember this, the remake film but I should I should have gotten that I should have gotten that a lot sooner but I just didn't know that was a British remake yeah also I don't know why you would have thought of that of all the films to pick from I don't know Italian job because yeah. I just watched it so I was like oh yeah, yeah. it's a good movie I don't know we both, we always have easy ones I wanted to get one that we could stump well, you this guys. one was too hard actually it shouldn't have been that hard no it really I, I was just have. thinking <laughs> All right, guys, that is the podcast for the week. Uh, David, Aaron, thank you for joining me again. Um, it's been 4G LTE lit. For... All right, we're not done yet. We gotta That's do our, our sign-off. <laughs> we got to do our outro. David, if people want to find you around the internet, where can they find you? He's coughing, guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Nice silent. <laughs> I muted it, so... Oh, okay. Like, oh, that's why. I was like, how did you yeah, do that, that, actually? You could have survived Where... Don't Breathe. You could have, but you can't really mute your whole body. But I can mute Maybe my that's emotions. The twist. They, they, like, find a mute button on their neck, like, oh, yeah. They're they just cut out their vocal cords. cords. Oh, my God. What if that's how it ends? Well, you could still, like, you could still move. I got that you can still breathe. <laughs> oh. I'm going to cough my feet so they don't make any noise. Your little stub still will, Jacob. <laughs> I can see you just like... Yeah. God. Internet, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at dbex15, or you can find me on Instagram at dbex, both of them with two S's. I like to keep things interesting. Ha, huh, that was awful. All around the you internet. Find me on Twitter at Little Flame Dude. Yes. And you can read my blog at uh, this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr.com. Find me on Tumblr, I suppose. Sausage yeah. Party Review will probably be coming soon. Oh, you're writing one. Awesome. Awesome. Of course, I'm going to write Good. one. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're not like me. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I don't really have much to say about it. All right, let's just... <laughs> all right. And if you want to find me around the internet, internet, you can find me at Jacob Scott Music on Twitter. Also, I uh, I decided today I'm going to start using Instagram. So, I don't know how long that'll last, but... I did I, see that. There. I yeah. won't follow Jacob on Instagram, because we need... I made him get one and follow, like, cool a people. A year ago. But, like, a know. year ago today. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to start using it. Uh, you can... Find me on Instagram. I'm trying to find my name. Um, it is Jake underscore Lace underscore. Um, you can also read my review blog at Jake Lace on Tumblr. I'm watching The Thing this week, so there will be a new review. Love The Thing. I'm excited. Very excited. I want a good horror movie in my life. You know what I'm That's saying? That's like one of my favorite not even just favorite horror films, probably favorite films of all time. <laughs> this is this is what's scaring me with this list, is I'm watching all, of, like, the good ones first, and then I'm going to be like, well, these aren't as good as the first ones Yeah, I've a couple watched. on there I just think are 
interesting more than they're yeah. good. It's gonna be hard to beat Donnie Darko to like any movie. Like oh, yeah. any movie. Donnie Darko's like definitely Donnie like my top ten of all time, probably. <sighs> Alright guys. Well thanks for listening. If you want to find the whole podcast as a whole on the internet, you can find us at Reboot already on on Twitter, um, and we'll be posting new episodes and quotes and all that other fun stuff. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you all again. Talk to you all again. I know words. Talk to you all again next week with a brand new episode. Goodbye. Word. Thank you.